won't work after you've eaten all that cotton candy. Yeah, absolutely. I was right. gonna it say, is is that not just like piles of insulation in the bathroom? <laughs> 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 Why? Why? Well, right. Welcome to episode five or six. I can't remember which one. Um, hi, May. Hope you're enjoying your drive to work. May is our primary um target audience. Anyways, um, to answer your question about the cotton candy. Um, yeah, this just is now the piles week, of insulation. This is week three of having cotton candy in my room. So what happened was um, they're remodeling the bathroom, which is like, you know, I, I could touch the wall if I leaned forward from here. So okay. They put all the insulation here, and they were like, listen, buddy, don't you fucking worry. We're going to have the bathroom done in one day, you know? And that was three weeks ago. You know, that we're just going <laughs> to put this here. Don't eat, it's You're not even going to notice it's here. I'm just, like, bleeding out of my pores, like, I don't know, I feel, I feel like the episode of Spongebob where he needs water when he's in Sandy's house. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 sure. But, um, Now, at no point he decided to move it in those three weeks either. No, yeah, like, what is, what is individual agency in the face of so much cotton candy? (laughs) 30 cubic feet of cotton candy, literally, like, four feet away from his bed, and he's like, no, I can touch it. Any day now, they'll be done. Right? Um, yeah, so here's another problem with it, too. I so I'm moving out of this room downstairs, okay. right? So it's like compounding my laziness where it's like, why would I solve this issue when I'm just going to be leaving this issue? And my brother, of course, is like, in like two days. That was three weeks ago. <laughs> so Yeah, I was about to say, like <laughs> sounds like you need to either expedite that plan or expedite expedite the plan of you know or getting that out of your my room. current plan which is i think a phenomenal idea and i don't see a way in which this goes poorly for me is ignoring it entirely inhaling fiberglass yeah. for months on end and then and then sue for mesothelioma exactly just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely um i think that in five to six weeks this will just take care of itself and i won't have to lift a finger you know that's fair and you know what if it takes longer it's just insulation, so it'll keep you warm at night. Exactly. Just bring a That's little true. pile over and sleep That's under. That's true. Now, how much worse can it be for you? Four <clears throat> feet away or on top of you? It's practically no change. So, unfortunately, um, that's not how insulation works. I don't. I think it has to be like on the like the edges of walls. I don't think that you can just like put fiberglass in the middle of your room and it has any impact on keeping heat in the room. I actually no. don't know because I'm a fucking moron. So there's a chance that that could work. I'm telling you to cuddle and sleep with the insulation. Oh, I oh, see. inside it. Yeah, that now, would work. Yeah, I, I will grant you that if I were to to bore out a large section of the cotton candy and dwell in it, um, it would probably be a lot warmer than my current room, which has, I'm going to estimate uh, one to zero insulation for when it gets cold. It's like, it'll be like negative 30 outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like negative 15 in here. And uh, just not having a good time. Just absolutely fucking terrible and i'm basing the no insulation comment on the fact that uh i've I've addict attic access in this room like within arm's reach is a doorway that goes up into the attic and i've been up there and the only insulation i see is newspapers that talk about like we're we're gonna win world war ii folks so just just you wait and i'm like (laughs) yeah I don't think the guys who made this house were doing a bit where they found really old newspaper to use <laughs> as insulation. I think that they just waited for the paper boy to toss them the newspaper. Yeah. So, I, every... think, uh, 
I'll go, go for it. Yeah, for yeah, for for all the concurrent listeners, I guess that's this week's uh, you know, where is that insulation? Still right the fuck there. <laughs> I've got some bad news about next week's episode, okay? <laughs> if this background is in a different room, it's it's, it's the same shit. Even if it's not in frame, I have more than likely just pushed it five feet that way out of camera frame and been like, guys, I took care of it, you know? You guys know <laughs> me. Sure. My my original plan was to just drag it across the hallway into the other empty room across from me. Now, this would be a genius thing. Uh, and now that room is full of tools and, like, sawdust and, like, a fucking, um... Well, I don't know, a table saw? There we go. Let's do the fucking word for it. Mm-hmm. So that room, there's no longer room for my um, cotton candy in there, so I missed the boat on that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm hoping that just inhaling this for hours on end only has mild to severe impacts on my health over the next 10 years. Well, yeah. I mean, eventually it'll just like, even if you don't handle it in the next six weeks, it'll eventually dissipate given enough time, right? I don't You'll think breathe that... most of it in. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know if I'm able to breathe in that much cotton candy. Um, I believe in you, buddy. I don't think so, there's any mountain too large for you to tackle. I appreciate On the that. scale of adverse effects, like, where does the cotton candy rank between just, like, you know, existence and raid leading? The most <laughs> that, adverse Now, that, if we're going to be honest, they're, one, probably long-term, they're probably both about as bad for my health. Uh, okay. In the short Equivalent. term, raiding is, really is infinitely worse than dealing with, like, because <laughs> this... You don't even notice that your lungs are slowly being cut into little pieces. Whereas mm. when I'm raiding, I can actively feel my brain melting inside my own head and oozing out of my eyes. So mm-hmm. yeah. I would it's say a nice oh, two prong attack. Yeah, it's, you know, one's the mental, one's the physical. Yeah. Um, no, I mean raiding, raiding. I think has also physically debilitates me sometimes <laughs> when I have to like look at a log or. Someone asks me some insane schizo question about some piece of loot, and I'm just like, this is a computer game, young man. You are aware this is a game that you play on your computer, and that if you don't get this piece of item or piece of loot, like, you're not going to die. Like, you're going to be okay. It's Yeah, but you'll be a worse person. Yeah, yeah, like, your life will be falling apart, and, like, you'll just be on the edge of just... Less valuable as a human, but, like... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, when you put it like that, I'm just, I'm on board. Um, <laughs> my God. I, people that fucking lose their mind about pixels in a video game are the funniest people to not have to interact with and to only hear about. Because when you have to interact with them, you know, suddenly you want to find the new piece of loot and it's like the handgun on the side of your like bed and you want to <laughs> equip it to the inside of your mouth. And That's oh. true. Just, but I will say this is a little bit of stolen valor as someone that's always demanding that they have nothing to do with loot. So that's so. Hear me out, okay? (laughs) I agree that I am the first person who is like I would rather have like my dick peeled like a banana than have to deal with like loot in any way possible, and that strives very specifically from the problem of like people keep for some reason despite me saying i have no say in this coming to me and complaining about loot i could I not imagine being the like the go-to guy for loot i i think that what Athel did for me in tbc and what nigel is currently doing for me in like wrath of the lich king is as close to when jesus christ laid himself upon the cross as you could possibly get without literally 
hammering a nail through your fucking hands. The, well, the what, what you're making Nigel do right now is basically hammer nails through. Oh my <laughs> god, no. What I am doing it is, tonight... It is unsustainable. That <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I, listen, I, I talk to Nigel after every single raid, and I'm like, hey man, like, if there's literally anything that you need me to do, and I'm like, always trying to like... I, I'm, I, I feel so bad that I'm taking an active part in trying to be active in loot distribution, because it's like... There's four billion pieces of loot. There's absolutely bad. <laughs> no yeah. fucking way you can do this on your own. And then Nigel's always like, you know, I'm I got it. And I'm like, ah, listen, dog. I if you need anything from any input, I will <laughs> gladly give it to you. And then I feel bad if I give unsolicited input because there is nothing worse than trying to juggle 75 pieces of loot and then just mm -hmm. like from the corner of the room, like, yeah, I would have done that though. Yeah, that piece. No, I would have done that. No, it's, it's probably better. It's like no, I need to just let Nigel only receive help. What like only speak when spoken to is what I feel like. Yeah, I, it's tough because like I can't really think of a more expedited process than actually just one person being like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Because like any con conversation is just gonna slow it down even more. There's like no. <laughs> I don't yeah. see a solution other than maybe just pre-writing exactly what could drop and that, where it's going to go. So my, my idea was like listing out tier pieces and like just assigning people their set bonuses and like going and like, like just anything that we can do to expedite any single piece of loot that dropped. But then even then it's like, you know what, like what if it just never drops and like, you know, little Jimmy is just completely fucked for like, an extended period of time because you know the piece of paper did not reflect the piece of loot that dropped out of the instance um yeah you need like a, a dynamic excel sheet that like yeah. updates values exactly <laughs> and I, there's no universe i can do that yeah. and um i sure, basically yeah. just have put a, a a gun to nigel's head and have said dance monkey dance and Damn. um i to say that i feel horrible horrible guilt over it is an understatement because at this point, I want to, like, take over the loot as, like, the, no, my son, like, you need to rest, you know? Your brain must be sharp, fooled, or... Um, That's true. I feel like nothing would degrade your mental faster than trying to also tackle loot. Especially... Oh, oh he, like, he couldn't handle it. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. As someone who's <laughs> never done, like, loot things either, like, my perception oh, of it is, like... It's cringe. <laughs> there's 4,000 pieces that drop in Wrath now. Like... Just seeing the list that's already curated of like, oh, you can't even equip some of these things, so you don't get to roll on it. Yeah. It's like my entire screen. How does anyone deal with that? With yeah. like 25 requests coming in? It's Well, there's what, 15 Nax bosses, and they drop three or yeah. four pieces. So it's like, yeah. e even, even on the low end of three pieces per boss, you're already getting to 40 plus fucking pieces from just Nax. Yeah. Like, yeah, for 25 people, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, it's... Nigel's a saint. Um, I, every expansion, I, I have like a rock that keeps me from losing my fucking mind. All right. In classic, people don't know this was Aust. Without Aust, there's no universe. I make it through classic. That shit was unbelievably fucking cringe. TBC, my brother in Christ, it was Aethel. Okay. Aethel would ask me once every Aethel three strong. months. He'd be like, hey, who should this piece go to? And I'd be like, this person. He'd be like, I'll think about it. And I'm like, well, go for it, buddy. I let him pick the legendary. Aethel came to me with who was getting the glaive. I did not say a fucking thing. I was like, that is, you have been slaving away in the kitchen of, of loot mania. Like, mm -hmm. 
for me to even like undermine your decision would be so unbelievably shitty given the fact that like you have a spreadsheet that you've had to make to keep track of all this and <laughs> what, then a now... what a kindness you could do to your loot team shame i never saw any of that kindness but <laughs> wait what do you mean <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> back at back in tv uh back in classic i remember uh getting into this topic i suppose the rumblings were always oh loot was a big issue with this big old loot castle <laughs> oh yeah i i really i genuinely couldn't tell you yeah any grievances anyone had in classic other than one time uh yerma got a fucking onslaught girdle and like all of my friends <laughs> were trying to convince me that it was time to burn seven down i was like fellas this is yeah. it boys. who gives a fuck it was crazy they were i i, I had, mean i i gave a fuck if it if you if you care um i was probably one of the people in your whisper <laughs> maybe i i, I cannot t so in a 40-man raid team it was easily 10 to 15 people that like immediately like the moment it didn't go to me be like it's time brother and i was like it's not time brothers uh like i want this piece and i care about this piece but like <laughs> it's like it'll just drop again and then it did and then it almost went to pats and you know <laughs> Maybe then I would have had my fucking mask off Joker moment, but you know, apparently well, I was going to oh, go for it, handsome. I was going to ask, like you, you told me you wanted to like do some deep dive into the old lore, the ancient text. Yes. What, how, how did you want to do that? So there's so the problem is, is like, that was like over a year and a half of time and a lot of stuff. happened. I don't even know what you want. So my initial thought this is like the five seconds of thought that i put into it because i figured okay, like, yeah. it would just naturally and i was like yeah like we'll, we'll start with the most simple question that that is like a a footing to like get into the door here which is okay how the fuck did you even find your way into seven ost okay yeah uh that's a pretty good question so uh i started classic at launch like everyone else uh mm -hmm. I had this issue though where I was playing with my girlfriend, but uh, I'm a little bit more tryhard. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. I kind of wanted to just level alone, um, which would have reper. Yeah, yeah, Gigajet. Uh, women, you. Uh, <laughs> but that would have like repercussions for like what actually happened for the rest of Classic and like where we would both go to guilds and where that would end up. Um, but so basically, I got to max level pretty quick in the first couple days, and uh, I joined a little guild called. Uh, the Dwarven Overlords. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm familiar with these heroes. Because, yeah, a little known fact about us, I suppose, is uh, I was really big in the Moonguard roleplay community uh, for my entire retail life. Uh, I was a big role player. It was really important and basically the main way I spent time in the game. Uh, my one problem, though, is <laughs> the Dwarven Overlords, one, were planning to do Dwarf-only raids, which sounds kind of cool, but I had never seen the classic content before. <laughs> And so I kind of wanted to, like, actually clear it. And two, they were all role players, and therefore insanely slow at leveling. So they were never hitting yeah. max level in the first, like, month or anything. So I went to a variety of pugs, and my first very successful pug was the seven pug. Nice. Where we, yeah, we actually got, I say successful, we got all the way to KT, not KT, uh, Ragnaros, and uh, died to the suns. <laughs> Base. But I'll call that a success. Uh, and so I was like, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely raid with you guys again. Um, and then they, over the next, like, three raids or something, peer pressured me into actually joining if I wanted loot. And I was like, it's kind of fucked up, but I also understand it. Like, you want to grow your guild, 
Uh, at the time, I didn't understand that the seven pug was like actually just like ten people, and then thirty pugs. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it, I thought the guild was much bigger, but by the time I joined it, there was still only like twenty active raiders. Yeah, so they were they were still big time recruiting. Um, so to to go back to what you said about I had the I had the exact same leveling experience where I had a girlfriend at the time, and we were leveling together. Then I realized like this was our first time playing World of Warcraft, and I realized mm. pretty quickly like, listen, bitch. I'm the slowest leveler on this planet, but you have to figure out how to like waz D still. So, um, <laughs> like a good boyfriend, I'm going to abandon you, and yeah, yeah, and, and I'll come check back when I'm like high enough level to kill the turtles that are picking on you. And um, it went actually pretty well. Um, she actually ended up really liking the game, and then I ended up just really not liking her, so I just immediately dumped her, and that only had ramifications for like all of classic, as it does. Yeah, but I'm. Um, uh, uh, I'll go for it, Jen. No, no, I was just going to say, wow, that seems to be a re reoccurring pattern for you. Yeah, so for some reason, I just constantly have this problem where I get bored of my girlfriends and then they get mad at me for being like an inconsiderate dickhead. Couldn't figure out why that's a who, pattern. Who could imagine? It keeps <laughs> repeating itself. But um, yeah, so my experience with Seven was, um, do you want a core done? I do. That guy is cool as fuck. Um, Great dude. We, it's just, it's just like, what did he do that like you didn't like? I might be confusing to... him with someone else because that guy was like never. No, yeah, there's. I know who you're talking. I think I know who you're talking about. And then there was Corey Doom. Corey Doom later. was AIDS. The absolute That's, worst. That was later. But yeah. I'm trying Corridone. What class did he play? He was like a rogue. He was like one of your first rogues. I think he gave him like the first um whatever sword comes out of uh. MC. Um. Mm. I actually don't remember him then. Okay. Like the rogues, I the rogues I remember in that time were Van and then later uh, Renan. Based and we my, we can get into fun Renan. My stories. real life <laughs> friend Renan. Um, so yeah, Renan actually ended up talking to this guy. Was how we, mm -hmm. we got in contact because uh, Renan went to the went to the pug I believe or like talked to Cordon or somehow went to an Ani pug or something. And Cordon was like, "Oh yeah, our guild leader Razik, he's so cool, you know." Because Razik would like just sit in his like tier two and like sit in like a chair in front of Ironforge and Razek was yeah. uh, Razek Cordon so this is the coolest guy ever look how sick he looks and we're looking yeah, at him for... go for it oh for for the listeners I, I kind of want to just give like a little bit of just a piece I know some some of y'all probably did meet and hang out with Razek but th no. there's like something no okay no, that's they're, fine they're all gone so, we're, we're gonna eventually say some negative things about this guy but the interesting part is that like on first glance, this is not the guy he becomes is not the guy you think he is. Yes. Because he's very serious. He's like very monotone, very straight laced, uh, very authoritarian in the way he likes to run the guild. Um, he has like all the hallmarks of like a really strong guild leader that's actually going to get stuff done. Um, that was part of what actually convinced me. Okay, I'll join seven because it seems like this is going to be a stable guild, strong guild. Yeah. He has he has strong pillars and beliefs that he cares about, I thought. <laughs> um, and, like, I can see that this guild has a direction, even though I don't know exactly, like, what their goals are, other than having a consistent guild that's going to go through the whole game, which is how it was advertised to me. So, yeah, this guy, at least whenever you talk to him the first couple times, really came off like he had his stuff together. Really. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. Like, that is the exact same impression I got of Razek. He's got this, like, voice about him that just makes him sound like a fucking leader who's got his shit together, and then you realize, like, very quickly, like, 
No, he just he watches way too much anime. Like, <laughs> no, it's actually <laughs> he's actually just like incredibly antisocial and doesn't like have like normal conversation skills. So he just like very bluntly speaks to like his mind and his worldview. You're so right, actually. Holy fuck! I don't know how I never thought of that. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy. Once I realized it, I'm you're like, kind oh, of no. shattering <laughs> my illusion of him right now because I always I always remember him as like this fucking straight to the point no nonsense leader that like no. got shit done and it's like no he just was autistic and fucking <laughs> like didn't have people skills and would just bluntly like be unbelievably rude to people yeah it's like it's oh. great let, let the record show i will never tolerate any rosek slander that's in my fair presence. oh well this is gonna be a tough podcast <laughs> yeah, that's real bad news but this is, this is problematic but yeah um so so we meet Cordown. And then, like, I had resigned to, like, quit World of Warcraft. I was like, you know what? I, I wanted to, like, tank, and I'm not really interested in being a DPS warrior. It's kind of lame to me. Like, th like, do you get, like, zero agency as a DPS? Like, you just hit the fucking target dummies for, like, two entire expansions. And then, like, mm -hmm. later in Wrath, you start getting mechanics, and, like, DPS becomes, like, actually the harder part of the game where you have to, like, move out of mechanics while maintaining uptime. And it's like, the only part of classic that was like even remotely difficult was like healing maybe and like a little bit of tank itemization. And even then to call it difficult or skillful is like a wild overestimation of like how difficult it is. It was still a fun yeah. game. But um Well, so I would I would say the difficult part really is not even any of that. It's like literally just like player management. Yes. It's like how do you make sure forty people show up every yes. week at the same time? you have a extra roster to fill people that can't show up. And then how do you distribute like 10 pieces of loot from a raid between those 40 people? Yeah. <laughs> is so it's more like playing like a, a prison simulator yes. as, as apt as that description is yes. uh, than playing like MMO. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, the, the, the macro of like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like in Starcraft where you gotta like get your units, and, like get have your build order off the rip. It's like, that's the same thing with like managing your little guildies is like, you, you figure out their personalities and like, what tilts who and like how you navigate that mm -hmm. i just oh there's i turns out i fucking love that part of world of warcraft and like people management is like my best skill sure. and that's how i managed to make it like as far as i made it in terms of um not just mm -hmm. completely losing my fucking mind but so yeah rasek um God, i just remember like I basically, like, bid all of my guildies farewell. I was like, look, guys, I'm not transferring over to seven. Like, I have no interest in playing, like, fifth-string quarterback. Like, no disrespect to the current tanks. I'm sure they will do a fantastic job. But just, like, when it comes to me, I am not interested in, you know, fifth-string quarterback. It's just completely fucking boring to me. And then all of my, like, guildies either quit the game with me or made it to seven, had a good time, and then begged me to come over. And I was like, nah, like, it's it's not for me. Like, I'm not down for it. And I, I, I was literally ready to quit. The only thing that prevented me from quitting was I decided to craft um, Mirox and another one of my warriors, Lionheart Helms, as, like, a, a, a farewell gift. And I yeah. can't remember the exact details of this. But Mirox ended up scamming someone 300 out of 300 gold. Just like, basically like, no, like, you don't understand, Dylan. Like, I, I fucking, I told a guy I was going to give him the gold, but I'm not. Like, I'm a fucking genius. Like, it turns out you can just not pay them. And like, what do they, you can't go to WoW jail. 
and we're being like jesus fucking christ man like this is like this is your worldview of like no no you don't understand like you're you're misunderstanding me dylan i don't have to pay the 300 gold this is a good thing like jesus yeah. fucking christ man like honestly mirox and renan really just had the spirit of classic in them more yes. than maybe any other player i saw 100 like they really got back to like some of the really toxic uh just uh just i'll i'll be the i'll be the scammer i'll be the bad guy energy that really prevailed like in that really early mmo scene yeah like yeah i'll true i'll trim your rune armor just like yes. hand it over yes exactly yeah. but um so i ended up paying the guy the 300 gold because i was like you know what well, i don't want the fucking legacy of like my guild to be some dickhead scammy i was like my bad dog like here's like the money plus a little extra it's 100 my bad like he's new sorry mm. sorry and i'm like, ready to quit and i had talked to a guy named tetrahydro who was um in the enclave at the time um and yeah well he was only in it because like he just wanted to raid with the best and he's like yeah like this is like the best guild or whatever at the time so you know if i, if I gotta listen to a couple you know slurs every once in a while you know whatever he ended up being like one of the coolest fucking dudes in all of classic in terms of like one his life story he was just like a drug dealer that would like sling crack outside of his house so cool sell um he ended up like having a kid just he always pops into my streams i i genuinely like that guy and like guy was always cool as fuck to me anyways he takes it upon himself when he hears about this miroc story to be like he goes up to razek and he's like listen razek you need to do everything in your power to get this fucking midgets guy to join your guild he'll be a valuable asset to you and like he's the coolest and, and he sent razek like 30 messages and just would not take no for an answer and he, like he got Razek to reach out to me and like basically like beg me to join the guild. And I was like, fuck, dude, I, I guess I will join the fucking guild. Like if it'll get you off my fucking back. And I would later find out why Razek was so insistent, which was the power of Tetrahydro. And, and then we just we but began... also his his first greatest mistake. Yeah. You think about it. The, yeah. A hundred percent. I feel right. So I've, I saw the anime known as. um, oh, Fuck. There's a guy with an eye patch. He like loses an eyeball and an arm, and then he gets one a piece. robot hand. Not One Piece. It's very <laughs> short. Um, his god, his name is like Guts or some shit. Um, well, Guts is Berserk, and he doesn't lose boom. his eye. There we. I, okay, it is Berserk though. Okay, maybe he didn't lose his eye. Someone somewhere took an injury to the eye. I haven't seen this in fucking like three years now. Um, I gotcha. Razek always reminded me of the guy that like gets captured and tortured for like a billion years. I can't remember his fucking name, but he's like, he ends up, like, he starts off as like, um, guts is like number one compadre and like the leader of the company. And then he like gets tortured and like, they turn him into like this weird little femboy thingy. And, um, he just becomes okay, evil. I, I'm going to apologize to all berserk fans as someone that yeah. has read berserk <laughs> because this is not berserk. <laughs> but I can't wait to watch berserk now. I, I, love, I love this. Yeah. I love the story though. Yeah. Berserk's actually worse it, for what? Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> it, 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 I literally had to stop watching it because it made me so sad. Like, okay, the the show was just like, yeah, this is too sad. I can't continue this. So, um, okay. the the last the last episode I saw of Berserk is the little like femboy guy is like strung up and he's all skinny like a fucking noodle. And I was like, they like cut his tendons and shit. I was like, no, I'm done. I can't do this. This is too sad. Yeah. This is wait that that is actually Berserk. You just explained it in a very strange way Terrible yeah, way. That, yeah that does make sense yeah okay yeah, yeah. 
I can't remember. Yeah, any they cap names. they capture Gri- they capture Griffith, oh, who's yeah. like actually the leader, and Guts is the second hand man. Yeah, and then they fuck them all up. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay because he's a bad guy. He's yeah. So exactly, and well, he becomes a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think he actually is kind of also a bad guy. And the- I I fucking barely watched the show. Okay, <laughs> I was I was not sure. a good viewer. I I just thought it was neat. And then um, mm-hmm. a bunch of sad shit started happening, and I was like, I got Okay, it. so who, who, who is Griffith, and who is Berserk in your example of you and Razek? Oh, uh, Razek is Griffith. He's, uh, okay. he's like... He's the one that gets strung up and tortured. Yeah, like, he, he, you know, he, he flew too Loses close to everything he loves. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, Sounded a lot like Razek so far. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even think of, like, a narrative way to, like, progress, like, my experience with Seven, because it's just, like... It was sort of mundane raiding. My only real experience was like my yeah. first raid. There was this guy named Sigismund and this guy named Feck. Yeah, and Sigismund and Feck. Uh, they were two retribution dude, paladins. That, dude, that raid was crazy. Do you remember? Hello it was like Cthulhu that. happened as well. Yeah, Hello Cthulhu uh, went there was more than remember. completely berserk. Yeah, that's. It was so funny because like two people went completely unhinged in the mm-hmm. same raid, mm-hmm. and this was this was your first raid. Yeah. And so this was like the first raid where uh, all, the remnants of offline, it was offline, right? Yeah. I'm not misremembering. Okay. Yeah. The remnants of offline were really just trying out for the guild. Yeah. And this was going to actually complete seven into a full raid team yeah. if they wanted to join. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were like, let's do a really good, clean raid that was like, so, so, this is like the beginning of the guild truly. Yeah. Um was like the vibe at least again at this point i wasn't an officer um i had i'd already started like dming i guess important people uh the officers at the time were um rosic bishop riv swift van and akbar Mm -hmm. uh and and so yeah and so i I was already talking to mostly like bishop and Roz were the two people I i was talking to at that point just to like make sure, because I'm 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 kind of like a I, we'll we'll probably explore it later, but I'm like a pretty stickler rules guy, so I like having everything laid out up front about like what I'm about and what I care about, so yeah. that you know people can make their decisions around that. I think that's helpful for officers to know, like just know straight up, like hey, what's going on? Um, so I, I was pretty forthcoming with that information. So this raid happens, and Hello Cthulhu, who is um self-admittedly autistic so she has like certain um social troubles had already been like kind of very very loot directed and this was just the last straw as she didn't get like her third piece of loot for the night yeah over i don't even know who Renan. i don't even think it was one of, oh it was Renan. it was mirox so I, there, I have a second story from this from from two years later because i end up interacting okay. with her a lot through our class continue Okay, so yeah, she 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 went like completely unhinged in the raid chat and ended up quitting the raid midway through, which for me is a deal breaker. I'm sorry, like if you can't be com- if you can't be committed to finish the raid, uh, like this is not a player that needs to be part of the raid team. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you you can have you can have like a one strike system or something like that, but it's it's a big it's a big red flag for me. Um, and it becomes a problem at the very end of the raid night. Uh, and then like you said, Sigismund and Feck had just a complete shit show over do you remember what item? Yes. Was it it was was quick strike ring. 
<laughs> okay. All right. And Sigismund, who giga chat opinion here, goes, I'll speak for the Rhett Paladins here, which is also like, why are you speaking for another person you've never talked to? He's like, we will pass on this as like, you know, because we're dog shit class that does zero damage. I know my place is a Rhett Paladin. And Feck, the Giga Chad fucking RPer, is like, first of all, you don't speak for the clan. Which, when I first heard that, I was like, the clan? Like, yeah. like uh, the ones that like make the teas on the lawn? Like, what? <laughs> like the bad one? And then I realized, no, no he means his, his dwarven clan. His, his dwar- dwarven overlords. He, yeah. was, he was one of my people, I guess. I, I don't know if I'd really claim him, but there were... I, I was not necessarily the main factor that brought these people in. They came at the same rate I did. But there was, like, a contingent of four players that were part of Dwarven Overlords that were, like, a small clique within Seven at yeah. this point. And Feck was one of them, so I guess I have to take some some level yeah. play. That's <laughs> part of the boy. clan. Right. As part boy. of the clan. Yeah. But, uh... uh I'll go for it. He, yeah, he... I mean, he went completely unhinged. Yes. And he... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he said the R word. Uh, and just, like... Yeah, he just... He, he popped off and was, like, in... I, I don't know if this is just like time romanticizing it, but I I think he was using slash yell too. Like yes. he was yes. he was so in, into this outrage yeah. that like this guy would talk for him and who the fuck is he? Yeah. He's not part of the. I don't know. It was crazy. It was so good. <laughs> like that was my first experience with like. So like obviously I have like some level of social skills based on the fact that I've managed to like maintain a fucking guild for as long as I have. And part yeah. of those, part of that comes with the ability to, like, immediately pinpoint onto, like, people's patterns of behavior, right? So it's sure. like, I immediately recognize, like, this will not be the first or the last time <laughs> I see something like this occur in my classic WoW experience. And I was absolutely right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. I, I had so much fun. I thought it was a spectacle. It was great. <laughs> yeah, to cap it off, uh, after being gone for half the raid, mm-hmm. Hello Cthulhu did in fact get uh, invited back, even though she got passed over for that piece, to be given Onslaught Girl whenever yes. it dropped off Ragnaros. And she was only there for that boss. Uh, I, I threw a fit. I'm like, there's no fucking way, dude. You can't quit for half the raid and come back and just get a piece off the last boss. This insanely coveted item that like five other people in the raid would have wanted. <laughs> it's no, crazy. You can. you can. Oh, okay. Based opinion. I mean, she did. <laughs> That's what yeah. happened. That's the proof's in the pudding. And so, then she the came back is... several more times throughout the rest oh, of Classic. Hello Cthulhu has a long-standing lore within not only my life, but my friends' lives. Okay? She never okay. went away. She would constantly reappear. Um, so there's a person in our guild named Diana Gloria, you know, because I don't know if you've ever talked to him. He dated her for like a very long time i found that out like midway through tbc where i was like wait what like you knew this person what the fuck um on top of like just ran like aq 40 era hello cthulhu just randomly returned and like begged me to host aq 20s for her and Mm -hmm. i'm like not mean enough of a person to not just immediately oblige and be like okay like Sure, I'll host your fucking thing for you and completely piss off every single person who comes to this raid <laughs> expecting a midget style raid. And instead, there's like this chirping psychopath that can't not scream at everyone. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like the meme where it's like, um, they're talking to HR where it's like, you know, the ugly fat nerd says something and she's like, oh my God, human resources. And like the Giga Chad guy says the exact same thing. 
and it's like, wow, like amazing. And that's Hello Cthulhu and myself. We will speak with the exact same words, but it's the way in which we say them that are two vastly different universes. And like mm-hmm. people struggle very hard when it comes to how I speak to people and their responses to it of like, why can't I also just be incredibly openly hostile to everyone and not just like have them like me? And it's like, cause you're really bad with people skills and you don't know like how to ride the line of like riffing. It's true, yeah. Like you're just being mean and people generally don't like when you are just mean to them. Yeah. It's tough because like, the the mo- the people that would emulate you the most are almost certainly people that absolutely don't have the skills to pull it off. Yeah, just by by definition. Yeah, uh, they don't understand what exactly you are doing in a conversation to make it okay. So yeah, they just take the surface level take of like, oh, he's just a dick. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really funny, and they try it and it just doesn't. It falls flat. It does for sure. not pan out for them. Yeah. Um, but going back to Hello Cthulhu, so I she didn't have a conversation with me about this like a year after the uh the events she's like yeah i was just so mad that they would you know give renan the sword over mirox you know he was a new member and i just thought that it was important that he get a piece that night <laughs> i'm like the frame uh, uh, what happened yeah it's like i, I am like not uh, like unfortunately i was born like two days before yesterday so immediately i'm just like <laughs> oh like that's oh okay i'm glad you gave me the context meanwhile in my own head, I'm like, that is absolutely a fucking fabrication of, like, what happened. This is oh, yeah. a, a, the biggest fucking cope of all time. Or, mm-hmm. um, she used to, like, spit on me all the time because I played a gnome. And then uh, she would always, like, try and PvP against me. And it's like, I was, like, a deep prot warrior at the time. And it's like, deep prot warrior just wins against any melee in classic there's just no i just have too much health and armor you just fucking lose and she would lose her fucking mind on me every time she would fucking lose to me and it was just like why do you keep dueling me if you're just gonna get mad and call me a stupid fucking gnome and then spit on me like yeah like, i don't want to duel you fantasy racism yeah <laughs> it was um it felt like real racism to me dog i think <laughs> i felt i felt fucking attacked. I, I get it i get it uh um, Imagine all that with Cthulhu and then uh, having to also play games outside of WoW with her because one of your friends from high school is dating her. Yeah, that's That's crazy. That's the biggest. I remember uh, you told me the story like in Valheim, like someone cut down a tree that she wanted to cut down and she like lost her fucking mind and because had to like come into the discord and be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like you are literally out of line. I like I chopped down a tree and it fell in the river and she's like, "Are you gonna get that?" I'm like, "No, it's fucking in the river now." And then I kept doing it. Lost her mind. Just went bananas on us, screaming and hollering. We just like clipped it and sent it to because and we were like, "Come wrangle this thing." Now and he came in to just play chat. devil's advocate. Uh, I will reframe this in uh, what I think is a, a a normal framing of this, which is. Um, an autistic person got upset about something I did in a video game, so I kept doing it and was shocked when they got upset. I needed trees, and I needed a bridge to cross the river. Oh. Easiest thing is just to drop the tree in the river. <laughs> and she thought we, like, stole her crops or something? I don't know. It was wild. And then she'd, like, calm down and then explode again next week, and it was, like, a cycle. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't think you did enjoy it. I think you're lying. I am. Hey. How'd you know? 
I think it was a, an unhappy time for you. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so that was my first raid with Seven. Yeah. Was just the this crazy co- part is, is y'all loved it. Yeah. Actually. Everyone was like, oh my God, that was so much fun. We actually killed all the bosses. I mean, it was a. <laughs> It was a success. <laughs> but yeah, that, like the, the previous two pugs that my guilds had gone to were the pug of singularity with May and her, her mm-hmm. group where they couldn't even kill the first boss, uh, Lucifron. And then the other pug was with um the Storm Pike Militia, I think was what they mm-hmm. were called. And um they couldn't kill Ragnaros and all their characters were like under geared and like no one knew the fights, which is like you know, it's fucking MC, who cares? Um Yeah. And they... it's actually interesting looking back that like I, sometimes it's like, oh, man, this just sucks so much. But weirdly, I, I do look at seven mostly as a pretty, pretty big success. A massive um, success right, for the average. guild. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like sold as mostly like a soft core to mid core guild. Yep. And it successfully rated all the tiers in a in a quick time frame that was yes. acceptable to everyone. Yeah. If everyone basically the complaints until the very end, at least, were always about loot or officership. Yeah. Like, that's actually a sign of a very healthy guild that's, like, can can argue about those little things as opposed to, um, oh, like, we got, like, turbo losers and now we can't kill any of the bosses yes. and now we're going to explode. Yep. Um, that's the way a lot of the guilds went, dude. Yeah. And we did have a lot of bad players. Un- but oh, yeah. I brought in was... most of them, dude. My entire contention was old ladies that were terrible. <laughs> okay. I love them, but my god, god, they were so bad. Yeah. None of them liked Rosic either, which didn't help tensions yeah. rise. Who can blame them, but I mean <sighs> I had a great time in seven. It was a wonderful experience I, all around. I know you not being leadership, it. not being this, just do you do you want to talk about whenever you jo- you join seven? Jet? Yeah, when I joined Seven? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, I was uh I was in between guilds at the time, you know. I was just mm-hmm. trying to find my own way in the world. Mm-hmm. When uh a lady that some of you might know. A little dwarf, yeah. A little dwarf lady, uh Runa reached out to me and said, Hey, I got a nice little guild, do you want to join? And I said, sure. And she's like, Let me introduce you to this great upstanding gentleman who would never do harm to you or betray you. Bishop. And oh, no. <laughs> He'll talk to you for a bit, and you know, and you can come for a little trial run. And I don't remember anything about the first raid. I just remember shit talking the other healers because they were all really bad. You guys had like yeah. Taco and oh, I can't even fucking remember the rest of them. Oh, but they were just bad. I remember just that. objectively bad. Uh, I think Taco I raided mean... in like shadow spec, shadow PvP spec. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do remember very specifically that uh, in. Whenever I would talk to Bishop and Riv, uh, who are two of the better healers or whatever, they Love they would Riv. big up basic. They would big up you, and I can't remember anyone else. Oh, <laughs> I think they thought Apollos. all the other healers were bad, but I'm trying to remember other healers that were good. Apollos, they loved Apollos. Oh, Apollos, yeah, but that is true. He's long gone. I actually still talk to that guy. Like I'm in a Discord with him and um the other his hunter friend. I can't remember. I I, I know Mischetti now, but I can't remember his character name. Um, and Plutus. Mm-hmm. Like I what, say, when did... Apollos isn't our Apollos that we like no. play with no. right now, right? Okay. No, no. Just this, is, sure. this is old. This is old Apollos, not yeah. Apollo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apollos. He he quit sometime though. Maybe in BWL, I think, or some point. It would have been just like probably right even. AQ. Yeah, because yeah. I I remember playing with him and I joined like just beginning of ZG, I think it was like end of BWL. Oh really? 
Yeah. I don't know why. I thought you were in the guild from BWL or no. early M- or late MC. No. Okay. I was hanging out with Prestige and then uh, our good friends at Archon. Okay. Back then. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> A bunch dude, of winners. What, when do we want to talk about Archon? Oh, oh. I, you're you, so listen, th- there is like the seven extended universe has so much deep, deep lore. It's, <laughs> I was a little worried about this podcast because like we've talked for like 30 hours, hours over Discord. Hours. Hours and hours. And we don't we haven't completed talking about yeah. all this stuff. So oh, I don't know will. how we were gonna get I didn't know how we were gonna like try to go through it in an hour. Yeah, so. listen. If we go over, if we go over, but uh, yeah, I okay, dude. Th- so, for context to everyone listening and for even Jit, like the amount of people left in the guild from these days, like this part of the lore, is like sub five. Even in my community, right? I like I have a pretty big community that I've built up now, and even within that, like there are maybe ten people from like. The, this these times that are still these around times who yeah. even remember archon or things that happened it's like van swift max now yourself riv me and, and i really shans and outside of that like i don't think there's anyone left from the fucking dark times that like regularly mm. interacts with me and i completely forgot about archon what a fucking unhinged group of fucking losers <laughs> it's true <laughs> But to, to 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 fight on Archon's behalf, yeah. Seven was also Never. a group of unhinged fucking losers. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. Yeah, I don't even know really what the rivalry was about, but there was a huge rivalry yes. between Seven and Archon, and the problem is, is we raided at the same exact yeah, time slot, and they would argue so and fucking chat with each other. They, we we would <laughs> there would just be insults and shit slinged in general chat, and I was. I was so upset. I'm like, what fucking guild conducts itself this way or allows its members to conduct yes. it? Again, you'll get into this once we talk more about like what maybe I did as an officer uh, or or just officership in general. But like, I'm kind of a stickler. I don't like shit like that. Yeah. And it was a big part of Seven Culture to just I fucking endlessly shit on Archon because they were... <laughs> Oh, so slightly worse than us, dude. It triggered the fuck out of me because like it felt like it reflected on me so poorly, and yeah. I was just like, guys, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, just sh- like just shut the fuck up, just stop. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, like some of the biggest offenders were like Renan, Mirox, yeah, <laughs> and Sunradish. Oh my. Sunradish isn't yours, but yeah, Sun- uh, <sighs> those were the ones I remember having the worst comments that required action i, I yeah, just like they I were so say. openly hostile what's so funny too is like um archon is why ren and i like had our falling out and they, like the guy who made well it's kind of my fault because i didn't mend the bridge it was like a very easy bridge to mend with renan and i just like i was like no you're kind of a dickhead so like i don't give a fuck to so, like set the record straight so like archon he would always hang on my personal discord with me um if you remember Whitley, um i do and a few people and like this dude was like the, the GM would come in and like he would always try and snipe me and recruit me. He's like, listen, buddy, we 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 we, we could get you sitting in a brand new Cadillac in the fucking the Archon dealership today. All right, sticker a hundred dollars off sticker price. And I'm like, okay, that's like a shit deal. I don't I don't want this at all. Um, mm-hmm. and one day Whitley just goes off on Renan, and like about how fucking annoying he is and like how he's always fucking around with loot and like he's like a selfish asshole in real life and these are like real life friends by the way i don't know why the fuck Whitley went off on Renan the day that he did 
And then the guy from Archon immediately goes to Renan and says, like, yeah, you know, one of your boys is talking shit. Here's all the things he said. He's like a log of it all. And for some reason, Renan thinks that I said all this shit. And so Renan freaks the fuck out on me. And this was an easy solution to me being like, that was, that was Whitley. It wasn't fucking me. I'm like, why the fuck would you think I, like, it's not me. Instead, I went, oh, yeah, you know, who fucking cares? And and he got really mad at me, and it caused, like, a giant strife in our, like, real-life friend group. And um, super worth not explaining. Um, he and Whitley are still friends to this day. And, like, he has, just has no idea that all those horrible things that were said about him were said by his other friend and not me. And I always yeah. found that very funny. Jesus. I I can talk a bit about like the one time my story intersected with Renan because it's going to be poignant for the very end of the MC arc. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, basically, uh, one of my goals, this became more important to me in TVC, uh, but one of my goals in playing Classic is, especially if you're going to play a MMO for multiple, multiple hours a day, yeah. and you have a significant other uh, that also does so, I think it's important to play together as yes. like, you know, uh, part part of your relationship, right? And so I wanted to bring Tiffany into Seven whenever she hit max level on her second character, her rogue. Mm -hmm. um, Theodora. I remember, buddy. Theodora. Yeah. And so I, her first raid or whatever, um, and listeners can maybe fall on either side of this, um, her Biss weapon, she was the only dagger rogue in the raid dropped, and it was the Perdition's Blade off of Ragnaros. And there was a lot of debate in the loot council and they decided to give it to Renan, a sword rogue, with already his best weapons mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. one fight in BWL. Yes, sir. Over over the maybe new recruit, Theodora. Yeah. Uh, and the thing about Tiffany is, I, I think of all players on a spectrum of how much they care about loot, and this is not a condemnation of character. People care about different things in a video game, right? So yeah. some people are really motivated by in, like progressing their character along their upgrade path. Some people really like playing the game. Um, she she is definitely more motivated by loot, and this was tragedy. This was terrible. How could she not get Perdition's Blade over this admittedly long-standing member of the guild? But he was a huge shithead about it, basically calling her out in raid chat oh, yeah. for being like a dumb bitch <laughs> and only wanting to get it <laughs> as a girl or something. To clarify that's not like a. a a poor framing he like verbatim no. was like this dumb bitch freaking the fuck out over my loot because she's a girl <laughs> just, oh yeah completely unhinged and then he got the item <laughs> that's who the loot council decided to give it to yeah which is ironic later on that like oh really we're gonna not give loot to long-standing members of our new recruits i even said like if that is this is good recruitment philosophy like if it's a piece that no one really cares about and you really need to fill out a raid team, if you got a new recruit, if you give them that important piece that's important to them but no one else, yeah. like you're going to get them on your side for like yep. raid tiers for that's so it. long. This, mm -hmm. this is just important guild management skills that you are failing. And yep. also, it's fucking me over. <laughs> and that's the second thing is like the un unsaid maybe um, nepotism of a guild or whatever is like, if you think I'm a good player and you want to keep me around, why would you like throw your middle finger up to me <laughs> by fucking over my girlfriend, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just a weird choice. And then Rosic in a strat home later basically also went on an unhinged misogynist rant. Um, yeah, this is deep lore. This is what the, this thing. is what this is this is this is what the podcast is about. Um, <laughs> I I wish I had saved it. It was like deeply troubled and autistic 
and revealed a lot about his relationship with women. Yeah. Um, and basically, all the officer corps were in this in this group, this group strat home or whatever. Yeah. And basically, I told him I was like, that is insanely unacceptable, and I'm I quit. I just yeah. quit the guild. Yeah. Um, I'm like, there's no way I can stand for that. And it it took like another two days. Basically, all the all the officers had to rein him in, and he had to like try to get me in a voice call and give me like a sincere apology. Yeah. And this is actually the first time that the officer corps basically overruled Rusik and forced him to make some kind of change. And he he begged me to like get Theodora back in the guild so he could make it right and give her give her the loot she actually did deserve. He was he was genuinely convinced, yeah. which is the only reason I even thought about rejoining. Um, and the other point, I already had friends in the guild that it felt kind of bad to leave over just this shitty Rosic guy. Uh, but that was also the moment I'm like, man, this guy is completely unhinged and is going to blow up this guild if like something doesn't change. Dude, that's so fat. I had no idea this. What, what, what did he like? Can you give like a, any examples yeah. of what he said? Like this fat. Yeah. I can... So basically he, he said that, um, he was talking about how it's really troublesome to him that especially like a woman player would like come in and just expect everything to be handed to her. Like that's not how wow works. <laughs> and, um, and like Renan was a longstanding member of the guild and he deserved the perdition's blade. Um, and she shouldn't think that she's just going to get anything she wants uh, in this guild. That's not how it's going to go down. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, he was definitely not as, cruel as written especially he, he didn't call her like a dumb bitch or anything but he did like he went on another he continued on his tirade or whatever about how like this is just like how how women act in yeah. mmos and it was like that's what i'm saying it was like very strange and unhinged yeah um and basically for him. <laughs> yeah well um again you can you, if you ever get your Riv episode or something, you can maybe talk about some of that. I but she was there. I would love nothing more. <laughs> uh, there's no universe I would, Riv would ever agree to it, but I would love nothing more than a fucking Riv. Even like, ignoring the podcast, I would love to just sit down with Riv and fucking just have her talk for fucking 18 hours about the fucking... She's, she is based, for sure. The Razek experience. That, to me, is... Uh, <laughs> the insight so, that she has is... Yeah. This this is actually the inciting incident, at least in my 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 telling of the events of the downfall of Razek, where basically uh, he popped off and got completely scolded by every person in that party, <laughs> and got overruled on like everything he believed in, <laughs> whatever whatever the guild is concerned. All right, um, Razek, then the silence to king. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so. Yeah, that was my experience with Renan. Uh, basically, Tiff still despises him to this day. This is this is the kind of grudges we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, but he 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 was a shithead. He came back oh, later, yeah. and I think he did. Uh, did he do something racist? I don't even remember. No, no. no. Uh, well, so like he as a person, uh, definitely dropped like hard R's in private. But like he was he was really smart. He he dropped the F gamer slur one day because um he was getting ganked on the way to ZG, and he had like previously called uh, Runa like a dumb bitch or something. So she laughed at him and kept riding by. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's almost like time repeats. It's cyclical. Yeah. <laughs> Just... And then um and then uh he's like he's like I know we like we don't agree with each other, but like you have to be a fucking cunt or something. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? Why are you saying this in guilt chat? 
and like he, he like genuinely could not comprehend the idea of like yeah if you like uh call women cunts for being women sometimes people will think that you're not a cool guy and he was yeah. just like surprised pikachu at the like people being upset that he was so mean yeah it's actually almost this is maybe one of the more condemning things about like the officership in seven because i don't even think that he didn't get kicked until some drama with van came up right didn't he like call van shit and that's what eventually got him kicked no am i no, misremembering no, no, it was uh oh fuck i wish we had van here to clerk so yeah. my, my understanding is that the van post which is hilarious by the way and van still yeah. has that post legendary legendary um, post van's uh but um th that post is listener like, listener of the pod surely van you gotta yes. post the post for listen he commented on the last podcast so surely he's oh, here let's go um, let's go but yeah um that was his like farewell post that was after he had been told oh, okay. like well, so my 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 recollection of the events. I was in I was at my cousin's house at the time. Mm. I remember just being like, "God damn, I had to quit rating." I can't remember what the inciting incident even was, but something happened with me and him where it was like, "Okay, like I, I'm just gonna step away from rating because like this is a little too too yikes for me." Um, mm -hmm. and Renan got really fucking mad. Adesia got mad at me too. Adesia was talking to Renan about how I was the another evil legendary character yes, in I, the Sevenarium that we have I, to get to eventually. I think that I'm in love with Adesia. The more I think about it, okay, <laughs> I I've changed my tune. I'm in love with breaking Adesia. news on the pod. <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh, I miss Marriage Adesia. proposal to. <laughs> oh, she was. Oh, uh, I, I need a woman in my life who will just ruthlessly shit on me and call me literally Hitler unironically. Just that's what I'm looking for. But no. um, there's no shortage of those, weirdly. Yeah, for no. some reason, it keeps happening. <laughs> I mean, it, it must be the children who are wrong. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so she's like sent Renan a I don't know how I got a hold of these messages. I think Renan sent them to someone else who like really liked me and thinking that he was going to like spread the, the message of the evil. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he actually tried to usurp you. Yeah. And get you yeah. excommunicadoed, and yeah. somehow midgets always survives. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's like I, I'm the most like non-confrontational. Like, yeah, no. Like, my my, my mm -hmm. stance is like, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, if I'm causing issues, and like I like I'm, I'll just step down. Like, I'm not here to fucking be like it's me or him, dude. That's like, you know, if if the guild feels like I'm an issue, like then I will I will just step away from the limelight and like. You know, it's been an honor and it sucks that I have to leave, but, you know, I, I had a great time with all of you. And then Renan's response was like, yeah, it's me or him and I'll fucking kill all you F slurs if you don't fucking pick me. And then everyone was like, oh, maybe we're not going to pick you, Renan. And then he was just unbelievably shocked that, um... The press Pikachu face, yeah. yeah. That no one actually liked him yeah. the whole time. He made <laughs> a crazy. post about how, like, uh, if we didn't, like, rein me in, I would destroy the guild and, like, no guild could last under my leadership. And then... Funnily Ace? enough, you know, years later, uh, I'm still true. fucking here. Um, and Renan's guilds all died, and every fucking person I've talked to from those guilds is like, oh, yeah, that dickhead? Like, God, I couldn't stand him. Like, yeah, that's pretty much how everyone yeah. else felt. He, all, he pulled the classic rank 14 scam, the scam of a lifetime, one of my favorites. Dude, yeah. Uh, so, basically, again, for, for the listeners, uh, Renan got, God, it was Maladeth, wasn't it, right? CTS, I believe. CTS, okay. So I remember being uh, one of the two swords. Him. Yeah, one of the two swords. And, but the thing is, is he was going to hit rank 14, like, immediately, which gives yeah. a better sword. Um, This was a big debate in Loot Council, and we brought in expert witnesses and stuff, and Renan yeah. just swore that he was not going to be hitting rank 14 for, like, 
about yeah. four or five weeks, and so yeah. he should get the sword. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not big on revealing votes, but I do think we're past the statue of limitations. Yeah. And I said that yeah. was bullshit. Yeah. That's crazy. Why would you give him the sword? Yeah. But I was outvoted. Uh, I will not reveal who who outvoted me, but I was outvoted, and he did get the sword only to replace it literally next week. Yeah. And just sell that shit. That was the funniest fucking part. Was exact. He he had made this big case um about like. Guys, I'm done with ranking. I'm, I'm putting that behind me. You know, I've, I've been yeah, on the grind. I, I, and... I don't even know if I'm going to get rank 14, yeah. honestly. Meanwhile, <laughs> like, like 13's enough. He he knew for a fact that he was getting rank 14 the next week. And I because I, I don't understand what his play is here, right? Because you, ju you just replace CTS. There isn't like an itemization choice later on where you would need CTS. No, he's just like, fuck him. It's yeah. weird because like... Did he even ever raid with CTS? Or did he rank up before a raid and then just vendor it and put on the new sword? My, well, because it happened on Tuesday resets. My understanding, and I, I might go to the logs after this and, and issue a retraction next week. Okay, sure. But I genuinely believe that he did not get a single raid lockout with that CTS in his fucking hands post Unhinged. the week that he got That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe, actually, it that'll go down as... I think maybe the biggest loot council fuck up of seven. Oh, for of sure. Which, of which I would claim there were few, considering the kind of decisions that were ha that people had to make. But other people can feel the long term <laughs> listener May is shaking in her oh, car God. right now when she <laughs> rolled a one hundred for her pants and Kale Van rolled a seven, and she was not told about the seven <laughs> rule. Listen, oh, legendary I love May, but you, you get a couple of drinks uh -oh. into May, and she starts talking about that bitch Kale Vane and how Razek stole her fucking pants, and it's it fascinates me that like May was deeply traumatized by the loss of these pants to the seven rule, and she to this day I think fucking holds the biggest grudge I've ever seen anyone hold against Razek for literally anything. That's crazy, it, actually. Out of yeah. all the things, like this run and stuff and the rank 14 and that I'm often like fucking la la land walking around in circles while everyone's exploding. The only yeah. thing that <laughs> I paid any attention to was those pants. So I was like, Oh, Teeler loot. What the, yeah. What's happening if, with that? <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, there was like a huge problem in the BWL area era where healer loot just did not drop full yeah. stop. Yeah. Like those, those pants didn't drop. The gym never dropped. Yeah. Um, I feel like a weapon didn't ever drop either. Like, Healer loot was just fucking a desert. There yeah. was a, I can't remember. I think I, it might have went to like Taco, and I was like, "That's a little weird." That the gym went, okay, whatever. Uh, and they're like, "Don't worry, next next time it drops, it's all yours." And I was like, "Sure, whatever. I don't care that much." Months go by, haven't seen the fucking thing. Nothing yeah, else. Healer weeks. drops. It's just like, okay. Are you talking about the Reju of gym? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's so weird because um, at the very end, that became the most given piece like oh yeah in the last like two months yeah. of the expansion like, it, it was just like every single fucking day to the point where i was the next up for my fucking diamond flask set yeah and i was like let's fucking go dude let's such go, a fucking dude. flex piece um, like as soon yeah. as i saw it going to like warriors for diamond flask i was like okay yeah yeah it just really sucks because it was so it would never ever drop early yeah um but yeah, I, I do remember healers really struggling during that, that phase of the game. Honestly, that's the biggest problem, If looking back at Classic, and why I don't necessarily 
disagree with people whenever they had like big drama around the loot and stuff like that. But um, it was the most difficult part of the game to ever do officer stuff in, I oh, think. Yeah, 100%. Because you had the same amount of loot dropping from a Nax 10, but for 40 people. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes even less loot than you get in Nax 10. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just beyond impossible to actually gear out a raid fairly yeah. uh in any consistent manner um i don't know it was it was it was a difficult time uh basically by the end of it all the officers literally d- despised the job uh <laughs> and never wanted to do it again except for only me i suppose <laughs> as i i went into tvc and picked it up again only to not have my guild explode on me um. it did yeah, I was going to say. Spoiler alert. Literal explosion. <laughs> literal explosion, but I tried my best, and I, I'll, I'll always stand by that. I'll always try my best. Yeah, you killed your guild. I can't fucking believe it, dude. Yeah, for sure. But, um, uh, I'll go for it. If we wanted to go back and cap off the MC era, it we kind of spoiled it already, but it was the drama over bringing in Yerma and Pat and the Onslaught Girdle. Basically, so... the, end, the end of the fuck midgets arc. So, Which is what it was. If I'm gonna be honest, I don't even consider that the MC era. To me, that's like the BWL era, because that was like right before AQ40 dropped. That was like oh, the, was it? Th- that that was yeah. the like Holy we're talking yeah, two weeks later. Right. Razek fucking got Thanos snapped away. It was so late into the expansion. Oh wow, yeah, I think you yeah. are right. Like I was it's in just, there for that, and I was yeah, in MC. It's, <laughs> it's so tough because like something else that didn't really happen in bw or in tbc as much is the fact that you rated concurrently like sometimes you would go back to the old content or whatever yeah. but it didn't feel like how it did back in classic where basically you, you were always just rating two blocks of content yeah. yeah um just the current and the old because so much of that gear in the old content was still relevant yeah um and, and so and little drop. again you yeah and you had so little loot for 40 players so mm-hmm. uh yeah, you're right. We were still. This was the end of the BWL content, which lasted forever. This is actually the core of. This is the core of what I actually think of early. The early seven journey was is this early BWL era and basically the death of Rosic. Yes, I I one hundred percent agree. Like that that is exactly how my brain like segments the the mm-hmm. like experiences like. We we go into AQ forty and like Rosek Rosek may have made it to one AQ forty and then he just like dies yeah. and just yeah. goes away. Rest in peace, King. Mm-hmm. Basically, so God, I don't even know how to tackle this. That um, one I I want to give let you say your piece on Rosek. You you already talked about your respect. The funniest part, considering what eventually happens, um, is uh Dylan was always like fucking tail wagging dog whenever it came to Rosic. He was just like, yes, sir. I'm so happy to be here. I'm just like, he's just like licking it up. He he loves it. Just being kind of treated like shit. <laughs> he's like, I would rye or die for this guy. Yeah. That's what he said it to me multiple times. Yes. Because again, I was already scheming at this point to maybe get this guy out. Yeah. Um and uh yeah it's really funny because everyone assumed you were almost certainly scheming to like take over the guild no. and um in in indiscreet ways i i won't let you completely get off you kind of were maybe not intentionally but 
the fact that your charisma completely overpowered his is yeah, yeah. a problem any guild leader is going to have to deal with eventually. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that I was passively usurping him um, yeah. with very little like personal input of my own. But like, dude, I, to the bitter end, <laughs> knowing mm -hmm. that Razek fucking hated me, I respected that man as a fucking leader, dude. I was like, listen, <laughs> I, I will ride to the ends of the earth with you, brother. Okay, I'm fucking ready. And, and he fucking hated me. And I, everyone would always send me screenshots of him talking about how much he fucking dislikes me. Yeah, I'm choking on fiber dust right now. Hey, deep I just breath. Never faltered, dude. I am no, and your love. Just uh, there I, were times. There uh, were times where your just... relationship with Adesia faltered, but never Razek. <laughs> Yeah, I, I fucking couldn't stand Adesia for the longest time. I ended up coming back around because I feel like I feel like I need characters like Adesia or else I just become tyrannical. Like, re regardless of like if they're even right, <clears throat> I just need someone to tell me I'm doing a terrible job and I'm a piece of shit so that I'm forced to like self reflect. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But um, the, the Rosic hating me and then me like never like really hating. Like, I would acknowledge his flaws and know that he was kind of weird and cringe and a massive dickhead. But like, I, I just my, my personality is like I I can separate like personal dislike from like business dislike and shit like that where it's like mm. you know yeah like Razek might um fucking hate me because of like real life personal shit but like listen brother as a fucking off tank you know I, he he couldn't have asked for a better soldier and I fucking know that and, and yeah and, and I try and... have you have you ever uh sorry to interject no, no, have have you have you watched Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like a okay. massive fucking psycho for that so, series. So basically, Rosic was Stannis Baratheon, and you were like Renly. You were you were the charismatic. You you had no right to rule, but everyone wanted you to. Yeah, that's, that's a <laughs> where very he had good... he, he he had the right, but yeah. he was also cold and yeah. uncaring and yeah had no love for anyone. Listen, I love <laughs> Stannis too. Stannis is my favorite character in the fucking series. That's a great analogy. Why you love Rosic? He's going to go off about Stannis now. Fucking. <laughs> I mean, so you can't see it, but uh, next to the Greyjoy banner is the Stannis Baratheon like fucking flaming heart elk thing. Oh, cool, cool. So, massive fucking yeah. um, Stannis slash Rosic simp. But... Yeah, it might just be like rose-tinted goggles or whatever, or just the fact that there are just so many people that characters had to arise. But yeah. Seven especially in those early days and the later days, really just felt Game of Thrones. It yes. was like, yes. uh, everyone was like <laughs> silently maneuvering for like the few yes! pieces of loot or Dude. whatever. Yes. And uh, like, there were weird power plays for the very heart of the guild. I don't know. It was crazy. So, so uh, there's a fucking scene in the very first season of Game of Thrones that most people forget, okay? It's after Ned like gets his leg fucked up and he's walking and Renly approaches him and he's like, you know, I'll have my fucking army here if you want me, and we will usurp the shit out of the fucking, like, of Joffrey or uh, Cersei or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Like, you say the fucking word, and, like, the Baratheons roll through here, and Ned's like, no, nah, I'm too honorable. That's no. And then he gets fucking owned for it. But anyways, um, yeah. that happened to me, like, 8,000 times. People would reach out to me and be like, listen, dude, when the day comes, when you call the banners, brother, I'm there. And I always be like, Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, fellas, fellas. I, I did the opposite. I, I was like, I was like, mm. I, I just want to fucking tank. I don't give a fuck about leadership. I literally just want you guys to show up when we raid. And then, mm. like, it, it took me like halfway through fucking TBC to understand, like, I have to be a leader and I have to, like, be a lightning rod for people to want to raid with, or else, like, why the fuck are people coming to raid other than loot? 
like and, and you build a fucking toxic environment so it took me way too long to realize that like i gotta like interact with everyone and make sure everyone is yeah. my friend and having a good time or else the guild will just fucking explode mm-hmm. yeah uh it's just yeah it's super interesting if you like try to view it through that lens again it it seems almost a little too egotistical a little self-aggrandizing but it's just Absolutely. fun it's just like good old fun where it's all like I definitely, especially in early early days and in later days, I was like, yeah, I'm over here. I'm just the hand of the king. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I'm over here trying to keep this kingdom from literally exploding. And then like, if we had to do the secret plot to kill the king, yeah. um, and then there was like the next in line, the brother of Stannis, Renly, yeah. and he doesn't want to be king. Yeah. <laughs> he is king. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows he's, he's king. But the officers are just like, okay, well, we're still, we're just a regency. We're waiting yeah. for the next other Dude, king, I guess. Describing it's yourself not as exist. Hand of the King is a two, like, on the fucking T, perfect <laughs> explanation of, like, your entire time in fucking, yeah, that that is, like, so yeah. unbelievably fucking, I didn't even think about that. And uh, this is going to, like, jump forward, but the death of Razek was so unbelievably anticlimactic and out of left field for me, where it's like, we, so like, towards the end, like, Razak had just gotten, like, openly antagonistic towards me, and, and I was getting yeah. kind of, like, fed up with, like, so, like, he made it so, like, people couldn't fucking change their guild notes, because one time someone had changed my guild note to, like, fucking piece of shit bad boyfriend, which is weird. I don't, like, why, why would you, I'm a great boyfriend. I've never, you couldn't, name 35 women that hate me, okay? <laughs> I dare you. Um... <laughs> And so I reached out to him because everyone was always complaining to me about it, like to fix it. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm not even an officer. Like, this is a, this is a Bishop, Ost, fucking Riv, Swift. Like, what the fuck are you guys asking me? I, I literally can't even talk in officer chat because I'm not a fucking officer. And um, so like that issue becomes like the like what everyone galvanizes behind to like, Razek, we, we need change now. And everyone is like plotting their way to like usurp Razek. And then Swift just openly just goes up to Razek. Yeah, just shoots him right in the fucking head. Just like mm -hmm. Yeah, uh give us guild leadership or we all quit and he's like No. Then quit. Like yeah. I will never leave the seven throne. And it's like, yeah, you you stuck it out to the end. He fucking refused to leave and we all had to migrate. But even before we get to that, like fucking jump yeah. back like five, six months. Um I'm sure we're missing a lot of MC stuff here, but and even BWL. It's, it's so hard to it's like. So much shit. We're, we're basically skipping all of BWL, which is like most of the classic, yeah. which is a bit tough. Um, is there anything you really just want to interject here? Like add on before we move, just skip that whole era of classic? Because so much did happen in BWL. I just don't know like what is important. Yeah. Like the only, like the funny things I oh, here. Oh, go for it. Here, before, before we even go there, I guess a little bit more background too. Basically, uh, this is kind of important. Do you want to give like a breakdown of who Odessia is a, as a person? Oh, because we've referenced her multiple times, but yeah, the listeners don't actually know this character. The original listen, Mew? I, I think, yes. Well, I, listen, I've heard Odessia speak. Odessia and I have had a conversation, okay? That's why I'm in love with her. Um, so, <laughs> Odessia, I think, like, if you were to have streamed all of Seven and like made it into an animated series, I think Odessia would be a fan favorite character as a villain. Just because, like, I, I don't think... It, Odessia is fucking amazing. So Odessia was just some fucking horny old woman on the internet that fucking just 
Adesia, if you transported her back to 2006, would have been the greatest druid player of all time and would have hard carried her guild to like tons and tons of fucking wonderful like realm first kills with her strategies. Unfortunately, none of these fucking strategies applied to fucking classic because you just out DPS the fucking mechanics and she would make a suggestion and she would make it in earnest and it wouldn't be a terrible suggestion, but for the content that we were playing of WoW Classic was a dog shit fucking stupid strategy that would never fucking work because we'll just out DPS the mechanic and Destia shut the fuck up. And God, she was so wonderful. She was so openly hostile to people and like would talk Unhinged. down to people. Very. <laughs> I don't know about unhit. So I, so there's a person in our current guild named Lalu. Lalu is Adesia. They both play druids, okay. and they have the exact same temperament, where it's like, they will oftentimes say things that every single other person takes offense to, and they have no idea why offense is being taken. And okay. I love it. I love that kind of person. Just, yeah. I love bluntness. So, I will say, I have, I have not met you very much yet, Lalu. I'm still new to the guild. Uh, hello. Lalu's but, great. also, if, if I speak ill... Of Adesia, I am not speaking ill of you, so yeah, it doesn't transfer the properties. Yeah. Listen, I, I love Adesia, I love Lalu. Okay, anyway, so okay, about Lalu, yeah, Adesia, Adesia. Uh, no, that's pretty accurate. Other than, yeah, she, she was very much like this is part of the problem, she was very much exactly like female Rosic. Yes, uh, they were both very old school in the way they wanted to play the game. And they were a bit two peas in the pod, and they are both like very socially unique. Let's put it that way. Um, on the spectrum, very deep on the spectrum, as the kids would say. I, I, there, there are people that self-reported that, and then there's people I just have to, you know, assume. Yeah. Uh, so, anywho, eventually, Akbar, who's a very interesting character with his own story, I forgot about just, that we're, fucking dude. We're, we're gonna have to skip, like, we have to. There's no way we're, like, getting anywhere um, if we don't. Uh, he quit the guilds. Um, quit. Nothing nefarious happened there, I no, you kicked him out, okay? Uh, <laughs> I found out about that later. Okay, anyways. Continue. Chill, chill, chill. Um, and so, nothing nefarious happened there. And Adesia got promoted to officer, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> this is about maybe the worst person in the guild that could get promoted to officer. How yes. did this happen? Obviously, she's just friends with Rozek, and that's actually how all the officers became officers. And it was a huge complaint later. That was just true. I don't like. Yeah. I was like, no, I completely agree with this. In fact, maybe like some of you shouldn't be officers, and we should bring up new officers. That was a huge conversation between the officers after feedback from the guild. Yeah. Um, and that was actually the point where I was like, okay, look, I, I talked to Bishop. I'm like, make me an officer. <laughs> If you want this guild to survive, I need I need to actually be able to talk to Rozik and maybe stop him from jumping off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was actually the story of how I became an officer and like saw all the inner workings. Um, it was it was enlightening. It was pretty cool. And that was like the end of and just saw the rusty yeah. fucking gears just full of. It gum. was bad. It, yeah. it was bad. Well, it was weird because it was both bad but also pretty well managed by Rozik. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he always, wasn't, like, terrible at that stuff. He's great at that. Yeah, like, we always had pretty long, intense loop meetings, lots of documents, lots of talking. Um, uh, basically, all the officers had, like, unique things they were pretty good at. 
Um, I don't really want to put any of them on blast for anything I thought yeah. they were bad at. Yeah. Um, I'm still friends with all of them to this day. Yeah. Uh, so, and again, like two of them are three of them, four of them now are in the guild. So, <laughs> uh, the only one missing would be Bishop. Uh, and, and yeah. so, and Odessia. That is true. Well, I don't count Odessia because basically she became an officer and went on a unhinged schizo rant immediately in Onyxia. I, d I don't even remember the contents of the, that rant in oh, Raid Warning. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that! Oh my god! That, were you there for that shit? No, I don't so think so. This, was, cannot, this is Molten Core. This, this is like, we, we went to Ani, I think maybe we had taken a little too long in Molten Core or something, and Adesia just made some comment about like, it, it all stemmed from she wanted to go to bed, and she didn't like that we were taking too long in the raid. And the, she framed it as like, you fucking leeches are like draining my fucking time by not playing the game. Well, she's playing fucking Feral Druid. It's like, <laughs> you fucking pieces of shit need to get your goddamn act together because there are people that want to go, me, that want to go to bed earlier. And like, if you guys are playing like the shit that you're putting out there right now, like we're never going to fucking like, clear bwl and first act of act as an officer but like way. like we're yes, talking Christ. like adesia is given like you know like we're you're, you're pinning on the fucking badge and we're like you know as an officer you need to show an exemplary level of respect for the guild and and uphold our values she like looked down saw that shit was pinned on it and say yo real quick though fuck all of you i <laughs> made it you are you are worms beneath my fucking feet okay if it weren't for me the feral druid None of those would be here. And it was like, Odessia, that was wrong in every possible sense of any, any way that you could look at it. You've just made a wrong. Don't do that. But also kind of base. Unbelievably, it's why I love Odessia. Like, <laughs> the, like the absolute lack of social awareness was mm. amazing. I thrive. I absorb it. <sighs> I miss Odessia. It gives him so much more character. I should, I should reach out to Odessia. I still know her fucking Discord name, dude. Good times. Excellent. Excellent. I love yeah. Uh, after that friend, I was like, one, that's crazy and unacceptable. And two, <laughs> I need to be an officer or die. Yeah. And I'm like, that's always been my thing. Uh, I'm, I've, going back to retail or whatever, I've, I've been an officer, I've been a normal member, and I've been, been a guildmaster. I've played a lot of WoW, <laughs> and I've done a lot of different things whenever it comes to, like, group organizing. Uh, especially in the roleplay server, because in the roleplay server, it's very much like you're not, you don't worry about loot or raids because role players can't fucking raid. They yeah. can't play the game. Bad. You're just, wor you're worried about organizing like co collective writing exercises and just yeah. like events. Yeah. Um, and so in a lot of just social, like you got to make everyone happy and just, but there's nothing to get mad over really. So it was, it was definitely a different experience becoming an officer in a, in a guild where like there were more tangible i don't know if i want to call even call loot tangible yeah. but there's like more reasons to get mad other than just like oh i don't really like this person yeah. um and it, it was it was a challenge or whatever but uh i mean i again looking back i do think seven even to the very end where like it got disparaged a lot by people on either side of whatever issue may have arisen um uh, I, I do look at it as as a pretty great success. Uh, I was very happy. It, it lives on through yeah. me, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well, one day yeah. Rosic will return, and I will I will give him the the keys to the kingdom and say, "Brother, I've been oh. keeping it warm for you." <laughs> Listen, yeah. we, like we tried. You were the boss of it. Yeah, we reached out to Rosic during TBC. You and... did, and he didn't respond to you because he hates you. Rude. Don't talk. So yeah. <laughs>
Did you you heard that from me, right? No, I, well, oh. I heard it from you, and then I told Jake, yeah. so that was very funny. Yeah, that hurt my I'm, soul. I'm sorry because actually, you you were you were also kind of ride ride or die with Rosic or whatever. Oh. Absolutely. Day he is. He loves Rosek. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was no fun. I think for all the wrong reasons, but he loves Rosek. And now, yeah. for the record, too, he did respond to my message. It was just a little bit later, oh. but he did answer me. What did he tell you? Okay. Sorry. I hate BT and Hygel. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was right. Oh, okay. TBC. Yeah. 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 And, and I will say, like, face. yeah, he didn't, like, outright despise you, like, midgets or anything like that. Yeah. He That's... just disliked. A lot of people in the guild, and you were nice. just one of them. I, he I only liked like, yeah, he only liked like four people. You know, so. I, I long said Rosic's ideal raid team was 39 bots, and then he could raid lead them. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff. My guy. I, I fucking yeah. love, <laughs> love Rosic. See, well, all this drama, going back to the Game of Thrones reference, well, all this drama's mm. going around, you've got the hand of the king down here. You've got fucking Renly Baratheon up there just doing your shit. I'm like a guy who just lives in King's Landing. Yeah. Who happens to like frequent some of the same inns. Yeah. As like some of the important people. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, like sitting characters. there having a beer and hearing shit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy, guys. Uh, I gotta go work at my blacksmithery or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I have to go shovel shit out of the gutters. Really yeah. And someone would come I, visit me at the stables and just yeah. be like, all oh, these fucking people, I swear to God, I'd be like, that's crazy. Uh, Look, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a benevolent lord, too, in the sense that I loved all the peasants that oh, just God. like sh- oh, <laughs> that just showed up and had a good time and raided. That was like the cool part about Classic is there were just like a ton of really cool people in the raid, and it was really fun to hang out with them. Um, uh, and basically, there wasn't like a ton of drama early on. Again, I, I feel like I'm kind of brushing over it because there kind of was. There was definitely an undercurrent of like the officers are like kind of elitist. Um, I don't know if either of you could speak more to this as I was like in the out group here. But is is there anything you want to cover about that early drama or no, not really? Yeah, I mean, like, it's so funny because like so classic for me was so unbelievably full of drama, like OG classic. And then yeah. TBC and Wrath have just been so far, at least, like, completely dramaless. And it's like, yeah. there was so much that happened that I really can't even remember all of it. There, There is just so much lore that you will bring up a sentence and I'll be like, oh my god. Like, I completely yeah. forgot about the Odessi. I remember being on the boat to fucking Theramore and seeing that raid warning and just being like, yo, this guild is sick as fuck, dude. This is so based. <laughs> this is like, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For all- all of classic, like the so many drama threads were just dangled around that it's hard to like parse through them and be like, yeah. well, remember this one event that happened or this one? Yeah. So just... I guess I will speak just generally to it because no one here cared that much. Um, there was like an undercurrent of a the a all, the officer corps um, were incompetent. They didn't do anything. And oh, B, yeah. they were they were also elitist, as in they didn't actually hang out with people in the guild. Um, they weren't like super social. Um, and again, I we're talking this. about it. Yeah, we're talking about an officer corps that is almost a quarter of the guild at this point. It's like seven people, or Bishop, Riv, Van, Swift, Odessia, I, I think it was me, eight and then for Ross. like a week, and but it was always yeah. mostly seven. Yeah. So. Um, and this brought a lot of pretty bad feelings between the guild 
and the officership uh, that I thought was pretty unhelpful. Um, I can go on record saying that, like, from the officer side of things, I thought, um, I, I won't throw people under the bus specifically, but a lot of people were pretty resentful of the idea that, like, uh, the officers were, were actually putting in extra, basically an extra raid night of work every week. Um, and But it was all very hidden. And so the idea that they didn't do anything was kind of frustrating. Um, and then the idea that they weren't super social also very much frustrated them, though I thought it was accurate. I, I, I think if you look back to Seven, all the people on the council, um, which is what we called officers, um, I don't even want to... <laughs> we could talk about all the, the role play the guild tried to do or whatever, the, the cult shit, but... <laughs> oh, we can go back and read the lore posts. I don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> Anytime. The Giga Chad lore point. Gods, yeah. Um, anywho, so yeah, it's absolutely true that like I think Seven's officers were uniquely not all super. Like you know, most of them at this point, midgets. None, none of us were super extrovert people. I suppose we're not very good social officers. Where you like check in a bunch with all the guildies and make sure they're having a good time and uh running dungeons and stuff with them. I would try to do my best, and um, I can speak a little bit to, like, my skills, like, what I am very good at and what I'm very bad at it. And being able to keep up lots of social connections has been a something I'm very bad at in my whole life, not just in WoW. Um, so it's that is not a skill of mine as an officer. I can only really focus so much energy on very individual people at a time. Basically, whoever's, like, right in front of me gets yeah. my undivided attention. I think it's most people. Um, yeah, I, I would say I'm maybe a bit further on the on that spectrum than you would averagely see. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I did try to, like, make, at least for the people that played my class, the Hunters, I was like, we are a community, we are cool together, and I like to think that even towards the end, um, I was still, like, real tight with all the Hunters, and they always had pretty cool things to say about me. Um, even if they eventually, like, if, if they had disagreements or with, me, with me or whatever, that was always fine. But I wanted to make sure I was always at least touching base with the people that were, like, closest to me in that sense, in the class sense, because I we, we shared so much in common in the way we play the game. It was important to me to, like, reach out to them. Um, I, do, I do think those were valid complaints, but it was basically the entirety of the early drama. So, well, you, you awakened that memory. I remember... Because, uh, again, I was always the champion of, like, people would have a complaint. And I would, like, like well, if, if you just bitch to me, it won't get solved. You have to talk to them. They're like, nah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'll bring your complaint up. There was a, a that lot. Was, that, was the office, that was the officer's side of the complaint. Like, no one will, like, no, there are no complaints. Because you don't yeah. talk to any officer to get a change. Yeah. So, like, the, the biggest complaint people had was that they felt like the officers were, like, above everyone. Because there was this locked channel that they would always mm -hmm. sit in. And like communicate, and to everyone else that just look like oh, like they're holier than now and won't interact with any of us. We literally can't reach out to them because they're like hiding in their castle all day. And mine slash Rosex solution, Giga Chad base solution. I'll just hide the channel. Like if they can't see yeah. us hiding from them, they won't know that we're hiding from them. I remember you didn't like that solution. I loved it. I was like, this is the best yeah. solution. This is this solves every problem. No one knows no. they're being ignored now. No, uh, big fan of that solution. I remember looking up to the ivory tower on a daily basis, seeing them like, just yeah. like sitting there drinking their teas in the window, laughing and mocking the peasants. Yeah. And then someone cast an illusion spell on it and it was gone. And I was like, oh, okay. That's There's... not okay. Here, 
to my perspective, again, I remember this drama very, very well. That doesn't fucking solve anything. The problem is, is it hides it from the, the serfs. The problem is, is that channel is important because, like, you're not going to talk about who deserves a piece of loot over a different player in front of all the players. Yeah, that'd be a giga chat move. Just mute everyone, and only the officers can talk. Oh my god! So you're not going to like disrupt raid or just talk about sensitive subjects like that out in the open where like anyone can hear and it starts even more drama. There's an important point of having an officer channel for stuff like that. What an officer channel isn't for is for fucking hanging out and doing dungeons and just chatting and playing games. Why the fuck do you have a guild if you don't want to hang out with your guild? Do it in do it in a general chat. Yeah. Which is my complaint to the officers is like officer chat has a purpose, you're just abusing that purpose for something else. And by hiding it, you're not you're not fixing it. You just need to, like, if you don't like your social situations in your guild, you don't like hanging out with people, fix them. Like, take action, you know? Just model the kind of behavior you want to see in your guild. But a bunch of... So, mostly Rosic, honestly, just, like, despised his guild. So, yeah. like, didn't want to hang out with any of them in chat. Until later, until he had been relieved, and then he was free to expose his true self. Yeah, with Penta. Yeah. Expose. All yeah. over... <laughs> So, so glad that we beat, beat to, KT to speak, that I night. guess, in defense of Razak, because this happens to me all the time in our current guild, all throughout TBC. I have to be very careful about what channel I join in the Discord and when, because if I arrive, there's going to be like fucking 10 orbiters throughout the day who are also going to hop in the channel. So if someone wants to do arenas or just have a chill, calm, like hanging out experience, mm. like I have to have the social intelligence to know, like, I shouldn't join that channel because I'm going to inevitably disrupt what they're doing when my 50 fucking orbiters who I enjoy hanging out with, but they don't right show up. So it's like, there's I understand Razek, if that was his mindset was like, yeah, if I enter a channel, there will be, you know, nine other people that show up and I'll, I'll be disruptive. I think Razek might have been more towards the, I just hate them. And these are rat people that I don't want to interact with, but God, I love Razek. Which is like, we're always waiting to join. The problem is, is like, if that is your opinion of just random people, why are you a guildmaster? Yeah. That that is what eventually made it for me where it's like this guy has got to go cuz like he doesn't want to be in a guild. He doesn't want any of the social part of an MMO. I don't even know what he wants. But he's just making the guild worse. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Rosic is an enigma and he just so my tummy yeah. is wrong. I'm so unbelievably fucking hungry. I'm not going to stop, but I'm going to go grab a sandwich. So you two have to figure something right. out really quick. That's cool. Sounds great. Uh, how's it going, Austin? Oh, it's going pretty well. That's do good. you have a do you have your mid show anecdote or something you want to bring up? Oh, God, I have no idea. All of these things just keep reminding me of like how seven used to be and like mm -hmm. what classic was and how completely out of fucking pocket how different it was versus like TVC and Wrath. Can you speak like, to some of those differences? Like what 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 is the most striking change whenever you went so to like, TBC? Well right off the bat, the just unbelievable difference between people, right? You have mm -hmm. 40 people who are just like all like mildly connected versus yeah. you just like cherry picked out essentially 20 people out of that and like you had five extras come along. Mm -hmm. But like you went from a mass of 40 people to 25 and you like trimmed a lot there and you got rid of quite a few personalities yeah so like just that alone will change the entire dynamic of like 
guild and how everyone relates to each other. What what were some like unique differences whenever like again you you moved to TBC because I wasn't here for TBC. I don't know what offline was like during that time. Oh really? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He, he abandoned us. He hates us. Yeah, he left us. He... Okay. <laughs> Uh, Inter- interesting take, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, it's hard to like pin them down. Like, I think it all just comes back to the personalities that you switch out, right? Mm-hmm. But you have a group of people who like just like each other more and like all wanted to interact. Like, seven split, or was it like cake by At that end, point? Yeah, yeah. So, like they split into what three splinter factions. So you had, I, th- I think that's accurate. Yep. Yeah, you had the like hardcore cootie stands, the other ones who just like disappeared into the distance, and then the group who were like, "Oh no, we all like enjoy playing games with each other," and like, let's just keep keep doing that. Well, that was the other group yeah. too, right? Just, just uh, they don't exist in my so mind. That's fair. well, they don't exist anymore. They exploded, <laughs> but oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so... I, I thought there was another like. I there, separated there them were, again in my mind, but yeah. There, there. I would say there were three. Basically, there were... Um, uh, it, it, was, it was basically... This is insanely spoiler, but there was big drama between Last Hope and Censure mm-hmm. that basically sh- near shattered the guild by the end. Um, no way. And it did shatter... Yeah, it did shatter it into about three factions um, where it was basically Centris Faction and Last Hope and then the officers who had again, as we demonstrated really earlier on, basically were always a pretty close knit group of not super super social people. Yeah. Um so they had like a group of eight or nine I, I was included in this, so basically eight or nine people um in in about that faction. Th- that faction eventually joined the center faction to its dismay, I should say. <laughs> um Rip because Center didn't like any of us, so <laughs> So she despised all of us, so I don't know how that happened. Whenever she you know she hated me happens. so much she blocked me without even like me ever doing anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dylan's eyes light up at this. That was so funny. So like <laughs> something happens where like Jin is watching a censure stream on Twitch and he goes to post his first comment already banned. Yeah. I've never Honestly, interacted big. before. Just I'm like Oh, that sucks, or something like that. Like, not even malicious in the slightest. Well, the best part too is like Jit's name isn't like Jit Andrinus on Twitch. It's like RMX33. It's like yeah, you know, it was just and so, he was knew, so, but no one else was banned. Like people that were like actively disliked censure and were fucking mean to her were not banned. Yeah. But Jit, all so the people knew, antagonizing, like, had no interactions with censure. Was was preemptively banned on the Twitch, and no one else ever was. It was so fucking mm-hmm. funny to me. Yeah. Like I, I never spoke mean to her. Like was never rude to her. Was fine. I, I had my disagreements, but I kept that private. You know, I talked at the local inn. Well, we shared a round of beer. You gotta be careful. And you then, talked around Cootie. That fucking was told to somebody. Oh, that's that's fair. Now, no, me and Cootie talked about other things, like who's gonna take turns AFKing and Nax to follow who. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. That was the extent of me talking to Cootie. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I don't remember where we were. I think we were talking about differences between TBC and uh, and Classic, if you want right. to speak to that a little bit. Well, 
For me, the biggest thing was finishing like, your food. Nah, fuck that. I took my mouthful, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I'm sure I may love it. Um, but my the only thing I have to say about TBC was like, very quickly I realized that when you cut off like the 15 people who don't want to be raiding with you, it becomes like a way more enjoyable experience. Like, yeah. I would say the only time there was ever any strife for me that was actually annoying was um. When we like had a small dip in performance at the tail end of BT, <laughs> where everyone was like mm-hmm. at each other's throats, and then um that just got resolved by like the by the every fucking four or five months I have to make a post to the Discord being like yeah you're all like way worse at the game than you think you are like if you think that you're good at World of Warcraft, you're not you're just dog shit myself included like we're like we're not that guy chief okay, and then um the only other time wasn't drama but like we got kicked in the head was like, we had like a really good Sunwell where we didn't wipe once. So we were like the like seventh or eighth fastest Sunwell clear on the server. Mm-hmm. Immediately overinflated egos everywhere because like most people in our guild have only raided in one guild and have no concept of our skill level in regards to other guilds. I've always with two yeah. guilds. So I very much am aware of how bad our guild is. And like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, our our guild just isn't that great. We're 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 a fun mm-hmm. group to be around, but like skill wise, like we're not killing it in the fucking skill department. And like I wrote with guilds that are killing it in the skill department, and they do take longer to clear these raids because they're trying much more complex strategies in the hopes to one day speed run. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna go wipe on this boss thirteen fucking times because we're trying to kill it, you know, two minutes faster than our fucking three minute kill. Like, yeah. and we like. Yeah, it, it was very funny to watch how high and mighty we got, and then like the next like two weeks, we just got sh- just fucking stuffed to the yeah. bottom of the speed rankings. Not uh, not to e- not to ego people up. I also think the opposite is true though, and you have to speak to it. Where especially back in seven and now in offline, like I'm someone that also rated in two guilds in classic, mm-hmm. um, which is an, another story. Um, and I've I've I did pugs. Uh, I helped out the dwarven overlords whenever they did their dwarf only runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can speak to the the thing is is like there were a couple guilds better, but it wasn't like a ton on the server, and there were a lot of guilds worse. So it's like the the grass worse. is greener kind of thing, yeah. Where a lot of people would want to leave, but then a lot of people did want to eventually come back to seven because it was stable and like. Uh, I, again, probably speak to offline or whatever, because um, of miscommunication early on where I was trying to find a new guild or whatever. Yeah. I I tried out with two guilds or whatever, and they were both dog shit. So like, so, yeah. L- let me you couch could, you, my statement yeah. actually. Okay, our guild is phenomenal in the percentile of parsing. We are very easily seventy five plus in the percentiles. However, my expectation and like what I feel for a guild, I feel like we are on the lowest end of the seventy five. Where we are better yeah. than most guilds, but in terms of the upper of guilds that are better than most guilds, we're a shitty guild in that bracket, sure, yeah. if that makes sense. Right. So it's like, we, yeah. we are still a great guild that does perform very well. However, in if we just remove the, like, guilds I don't even count as, like, human beings, like, suddenly... Yeah, which is most, yeah. Yeah, we're suddenly, like, a lot worse. And, and, and it, like, super skews my lens of viewing the game, because I, I, can, I, I read with, like, Granted, Blast is, like, also kind of a dog shit guild that sucks, but, like, they're, the average player in Blast is significantly more informed than the average offline player. And so sometimes that just, like, makes me want to fucking scream when it's like, God, you guys didn't even look up 
a single fight. You just want me to spoon feed you what's yeah. going to happen to you, and like sounds great to me. <laughs> but yeah, um, our, our guild is fantastic. I I do generally enjoy it. I just get unbelievably frustrated when there's like simple things people fuck up. But no. like my uh, rupture. So yeah. oh god, my uh, as someone that stood in rupture, I'll, I'll take the blame. Oh, I'm my experience is the uh, opposite. I came from two really dog shit guilds before seven. I went with Prestige and Archon and for like two weeks meta. Mm-hmm. And like putting in parsing, if we're like 75, like right at the brink there, meta was like a 20. It was hard to clear MC. Prestige was like a 30. And then Archon was like maybe a 40. Like there was a significant jump going to set. Uh, yeah, going to seven. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, these are gamers. These guys all know what they're doing. Okay, all is a crazy statement. <laughs> oh, insane. That's crazy. I learned how incorrect that was. And even Dylan can say, like, there were things that I would, like, say, and he'd be like, no, your friends are just fucking retarded. Yeah. Like, they're just wrong. Yeah. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> um, so Arkham was funny because um, I always will, like, pick a guild and I'll, like, pick that guild as, like, who I'm competing with to, like, inspire me to be better. And, mm-hmm. like, usually I'll pick a guild that's worse than us. Um subconsciously because it's like if i try and compare us to blast like i'll just tear the guild apart trying to like beat those times or those numbers um so like i picked archon for like bwl time and we were neck and neck right for the first week of bwl you know we were boom we kill the first boss boom we kill the second boss boom we kill the third boss and then uh we killed fucking fire maw and then they just didn't do that for like two months and we just kept going and it's like oh fuck this is a bad guild to compare ourselves to because that's yeah that's not a guild that's that's a pug Okay. Yeah. yeah. I re- Again, this episode is definitely not about Archon drama, but I definitely remember hearing some crazy stuff happening in that guild too. So, for the Archon drama, we're gonna have uh, a special guest, Archon Babe. Oh. Okay. Cool. Definitely, oh, we're gonna come. Who, who was Archon Babe? <laughs> uh, I was told several different people, and the most prevalent one that like kept coming up was just like this mentally ill individual who was like. 16 years old who was just losing it that's who i constantly. thought it was okay because that's how okay. i heard over and over again and i was like so i don't probably. know I'll, I'll i'll give my recollection of this for the viewers that may not remember again you didn't have to be in seven to remember archon babe yeah because she was yelling at stormwood <laughs> yeah. posting constantly. the archon manifesto yeah trying to break down oh. that guilt which is awesome yeah. by the way <laughs> So there's a lot of that awesome in in classic World of Warcraft. There's just a lot in the RP community where something happens that's awesome, but then you have to take a step back and go like, "Oh, that's unbelievably mentally ill." Yeah. It's awesome, but oh my it's, fucking god, awesome. this is hinge as fuck. I couldn't believe the like week I quit Archon. Like within a few days, I logged in and I got a whisper being like, "You used to be with Archon. What happened? Tell me the thing from Archon, babe." And I'm like. I don't know who you are, and I don't know who, wh- how you knew. Like, it was as soon as I logged in. So it's like, they just added everyone from Archon on their friends list to, like, watch them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's oh, very, yeah, well, very this is the reason why I quit. And they're like, thank you, soldier. I'll add this to the, I'll like, add list. To the Google Doc. And they, like, I'd see them in Stormwind, like, just parroting the story of what happened. And be like, they'd do it, and then they'd whisper me, don't worry, I'm leaving your name out. They'd be like, I don't know what's going on right now, buddy. That's crazy. But I'm going to be over here and doing my fucking banking. So here, I was trying to think about it. Maybe we should just like stay on the very end of BWL and seven and then 
if if the viewers like it, we'll come back for another I, dude, episode. I was, I was, I was like, we can go and, nine and, podcasts of just talking <laughs> about classic, and and maybe we'll talk about AQ and next the end of the end of everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, if if we want to try to finish off on BWL, what what, is, what, what do you want? Trying to think of like, because uh, the only like. BWL, honestly, despite it being the longest time period, felt like the most chill. Like, yeah, that that's true. Do you want to do you want to tell your story about whenever you took over a raid leading? Because this oh is this happened in BWL. Fucking god, dude, this happened so early in BWL. So my my World of Warcraft experience to this point was like one time. Like it's my, it's my entire raiding history in World of Warcraft. In like one story here, one time I played a fucking uh, Shadow Priest. And then um, this guy was streaming at, like, 5 a.m., and I had been in this pug, like, six hours prior. We were, like, progging some, like, normal mode of, like, BFA. And he's like, man, I wish that Shadow Priest was still here for Mass Dispel. So I logged in, and I fucking Mass Dispelled on a boss. And that was my entire, like, raiding experience. I Mass Dispelled on a boss one time, and everyone acted like I was a fucking hero because they just didn't have a priest. And they they were hard stuck because they didn't have a Mass Dispel for this mechanic. Um... And then, so we're in the middle of BWL, and this is like after Rosic had had some personal issue stuff, right? And just without saying a word, a triangle appears above my head, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Complete silence from Rosic. No, no words, just complete silence, and we're all just sort of waiting, like, "What's the plan, Rosic?" And I, I just like just start talking, like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna do the suppression room now." Oh, Kerover! I I had looked up zero. Th- I didn't actually know most of the mechanics, other than a video Razek had sent me as prep. Yeah. And so I was. Just I, like, I I, re- I remember I I was the person that walked you through most of it. Yeah. Um, because I'm the one that did all the prep for WL and yeah. most raids. So. Yeah. I was um, like deer in headlights. And, and so we, yeah. we we somehow make it through the fucking raid, and we actually cleared it, despite the fact that I had no fucking idea what I was doing, and our main tank wasn't in Discord and refused to elaborate. Um, and then that trend just maintained. It was like you and me just became the shot callers for the rest of time. There was yeah. no election. I was forced promoted to like raid leading. Yeah, you were. I remember I checked in early with you because I didn't, again, you literally just got forced promoted and I, I had raid leaded in retail. So I asked if you wanted to do it, but you were like, no, nah, man, I got this. Yeah. Uh, Rise to I was all occasion, like, brother. Yeah, I was like, all right, dude. I, I respect it. I, I personally don't like raid leading very much. Um, so I was happy not to do it, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. I only ever raid leaded like one or two times in Classic, and it was just because you weren't there, or there was like a couple raids in Nax where you weren't there, and I, I basically did most of the raid leading. Yeah. And Swift also did raid leading. Um, there, there was one BW on one Nax that I missed. Yeah, I, that, that, that makes sense. Um, but in general, I like to stay away from it because I find it a tedious way to play. Yes. Wow. It's, it's the worst. Is is not very fun. Yeah. Um. So I was happy about it, and I think you did a good job, even even in that first clear where you didn't. I was, I was so scared, dude. I was like shaking. I I was like <laughs> really funny because in my head, like if we fuck up, it's like a hundred percent on me, and I've ruined everything, and I'm just like a complete piece of shit. Whereas, like, yeah, kind of not even like, what would I like? Yeah, he didn't fuck it. Why was he promoted? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it it's so bizarre. Again, this will end again, lead up to these are all we're weaving this tale of like why Rosic eventually had to go. Um, but yeah, just like 
deciding he is never going to do Discord again, and <laughs> as the raid leader yeah. and guildmaster, and just promoting someone in the middle of the run uh, because of his personal shit going on or whatever. Yeah, his personal shit going on that involved the guild, but yes. I don't know. if... Maybe that's a that's a that's a topic for a different guest. Maybe, I, I, listen, I think every single person knows what happened, but I don't want to okay. say it because <laughs> you know, we like that person. Exactly. If if you can get that person as a guest, you can talk yeah. about that drama. Absolutely. Um, I I I will not I I will not tell those tales. Yeah. Even though they are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the and. It was like a pretty, I think it was a pretty good change because one of the things we struggled a lot with was the idea of people talking way too fucking much. Um, and you were actually a victim of this. I say victim or a, a convict, a perpetrator. <laughs> you were someone that talked way too much. But if you became raid leader, yeah. you no longer talk too much. You, you talked exactly as much as you needed yeah. every time. Listen, dude, Rosak sent me several messages being like, shut the fuck up. And I stopped. I was like, all right, dude. Yeah. I, I, I've oh. talked too much. Okay, this is crazy. Uh, this is completely interrupting the flow. Yeah, Do you know it. what this guy up here told me before we started recording? Oh, oh no. Uh -oh. oh, my God. <laughs> say, it, say it again, because it's... I can't remember. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So This is what we were laughing about whenever you came back. Okay. So early uh, joining seven, and for most of fucking classic, uh, the officer corps completely escaped me. Uh, if you asked me on any day who was like an officer, I couldn't tell you. Uh, so <laughs> I saw a hunter, and I was like, "Oh, that is an officer. That's Aust." And then I'd see a mojo, and I'd say, "That's the officer hunter. That's Aust." And then in my mind, until like midway through TBC. It was just like, no, we have the hunter, and his name is Emojoost, and <laughs> he's an annoying, but also doesn't speak that much, but also, that's him. I could not differentiate them to save my life, and like, that's, thinking of it more... That's such an insult to Ost. I, I, I'm sorry, buddy. But like, that that's extends to, to like, Swift and Van. In my mind, same person. I was like, yeah, They are no. kind of the same person. Though. Yeah. Uh, right. One is like, way person. more... One is way more unhinged. Yeah, but Swift, one hundred percent Swift. We all know it. I love him though. Listen, I love him. Listen, you forget that we. I I took the guild together and we hung out in real life. Okay, and in that oh, when we yeah. hung out in real life, like Van didn't show anyone his butthole, and then Swift showed like nine people his butthole. So disappointing turn of events. I was really looking forward to Van like one upping him right after. No, Van but, is like a uh, hinged and a normal kind of guy, you know. Uh, Swift, yeah, however, I mean, whenever. I, I met them both in real life too, yeah. in a separate instance, and they were both very drunk. <laughs> and uh, they they were fun though. They they are cool guys. I'm a big yeah. fan. Yeah. No, I I love them. I fucking hang with them all the time. You know, me and Swift <laughs> always always run little dungeons together. But um. Yeah. No, Can you believe this guy? I'm the same as a mojo. Yeah, that's I just unbelievably fucks, dude. But when <laughs> I tell you, crazy. <laughs> Like, it goes back to my example. I was just sitting at a fucking tavern, and I'm just drinking with the other, like, peons in the yeah. King's Landing, and I'm just like, I don't know, they're the same. All royalty is the same to me. Yeah, yeah but, like, one is, like, the hand of the king, and the other is, like, some, like, jester, right? One is, like, the younger brother of the jester that is Sunradish. Yeah, that's um, true. Same. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. I like have blocked Emojo out of my mind. He was such a character. 
when I used to host um pugs, he would stream them and say like co raid leading X pug. I'm just being like, you we've never talked about this. You are just inserting yourself. And then like so what he would do he, would, he got so mad because I made Spiv pull for me and because he would wipe us. He would pull between mobs, we would wipe, and everyone would lose their world buffs and our pug would be like shit. And it was just like, no, yeah. you're like literally too fucking dumb to pull. Like you are literally too stupid. You do not understand like what a good tempo is. And it's like, I would much rather go with Spiv, who's going to pull like ever so slightly slower. And like, maybe we'll add like five to 10 minutes on the run, as opposed to having your dumbass pull. And we, we fucking add an hour and a half on the run because we've got to run back to the fucking instant so many times. Holy shit, dude. The Emojo yeah. special, dude, in that fucking hallway in AQ40, dude, he would pull all of the fucking little goblin guys, the giant tall guys, and be like, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't realize. It's like, oh, wow, the ninth time you did it, you didn't realize it. Like, if I didn't know you were such a fucking moron, I would think you were doing this maliciously and on purpose as a bit. But I know that you are so stupid and up your own ass that you think you're doing a great job. Meanwhile, you're just fucking it up. For, God, I fucking cannot stand that guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hate people that, like, try and act superior to others while being completely dog shit and having no ability to acknowledge that they're dog shit. It triggers the fuck out of me. Emojo would always come to me with like, can you believe these shitty players that Intar runs? And it would take every fiber of my being to be like, you took away all of our world buffs. You might as well have walked over to all of our houses, grabbed our mouse and right clicked every fucking buff on our bars. Like, <laughs> God, I hate you. You fucking moron. Oh my God, I get so triggered about him. Yeah, Holy uh, shit. that bit of a spoiler for next episode where we talk about AQ40 and basically the end of the Star Wars Republic and the rise of the Empire. Yes. Uh, basically, I, I left the picture for personal reasons for like a month yeah. and I come back and it's it's uh, I don't want to say it's all downhill. I don't want to say it's all downhill from there, but let's just say midgets becomes unchecked for the first time. Yes. God forbid I leave for a month, yeah. like I, three raids and I come God back. God Emperor. And he's just Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, it's unhinged. Yeah. It's crazy. I've been elected um, emperor for life. It's like, man, no one else could keep this guy. No, chill no they're like... too afraid of me, dude. I'm just a normal fucking monkey. It was, it was insane. But people who again, don't care who leads them. <laughs> we, just yeah, we raid at the same time every week. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Just just like the people in King's Landing. Yeah, they, you just you live your they're lives. They're just clocking into work. They're, they're the small yeah. folk have no the no idea of the inner workings <laughs> of the fucking you know the machinations political yeah. elite. Just uh, yeah, it's crazy. Again, I don't want to say Emojo got completely hard done. Again, all of this was his fault. But I'll <laughs> I'll put this out there. If Mojo, you're listening, I thought you were a cool dude. You're you're goofy and you talked way too much, but yeah, I mean you were chill. Well, I stand, I I ride or die for all my hunters, dude. That's fair. It, whether it's a Mojo or Shans or Hung Wang, yeah. dude. Dianus. All Dianus. I love Dianus. Man, I'm, I'm I I stand for all of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is tough because like if you hadn't been, basically, it's actually kind of hard. Um, this is like way into the weeds of gameplay. You not drama cringe yeah. but it i don't want to say it's super hard but there are definitely things you can do up if you're the hunter that pulls yeah um but I, I especially once midgets was in control of the raid uh me and him basically have very similar outlooks on like how a raid is supposed to go yeah. and so we were like in sync whenever it was oh, like pulling was mods amazing. and getting through getting through the raid quickly yeah um 
And I, I love that part of Hunter. It's why I played it in Classic, was yeah. you... Even in retail, this will happen sometimes, whereas Hunter, you can move while doing so much of your damage. You get to do all the, the little jobs that need to be done to make the run better and faster. And uh, I, I like taking on more of that responsibility. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's a really fun class to play. I definitely recommend people to play Hunter, you know, Dude, uh, if we ever go back to original classic. I yeah. can't wait for classic original. The only person 2.0. who's ever almost scratched the Ost itch like magic did like an acceptable job when you were gone but like there was something and i think towards the end i was when i sort of got this like that the brain melding that was required for like yeah, the hunter tank. the sinking yeah yeah but it, it was oh man dude the good times just fucking phenomenal times and now that it's all gone you don't have hunter's pull anymore it's cringe you just hey when I mean, it comes you, back you could do it again you could i mean you could but now it's like all the tanks have the the means to pretty much like the off tank can now just yeah. go run to the next pack and like use his thirty yard taunt. That's true. I I think um, especially in Nax where like every run I've been to, even in like ten mans, I'm kind of like, I think we could be pulling like twice oh, as fast actually. Sure. Yeah. Because the trash is both paper and does no damage, yeah. so um, it's really easy for a hunter to just go aspect uh aspect of the cheetah or whatever and just yeah. run and shoot stuff. It is true that. Off tanks could do that instead. Yeah, I can play there's no reason. Go do that. Yeah, there's like no reason that a uh, a hunter still isn't maybe probably the best to do that. I guess. Yeah. Um, let's if you wanted to explore it, okay. Nigel's a go getter, yeah. okay. I mean, I I think Nigel, N Nigel, they're they're a god. They're yeah. they're very good at hunter. Literally a god. Um, in, in like so many ways, this Nigel is like um. So you know how like um. In the fucking like in like like movies, there'll always be like uh the like the fucking like business executive who has no fucking idea what's going. On. He's just a complete buffoon, and his secretary is like mm -hmm. hard carrying his career. That's Nigel for me. Like yeah, Nigel literally logs me in to get me ahead of cues. Nigel literally calls me to wake me up to like make sure I'm not inting my fucking life schedule. Nigel handles all of the fucking loot. Like if Nigel vanished, the guild like literally. Like, there would be a supernova event. It would just fucking vaporize. Everyone on the Discord would turn into bones and ash. Like, yeah, N Nigel is snap. the fucking backbone of this fucking team. And I need to, like, to um, go. Yeah. I need to, like, stop doing that. Because, my God, I'm worried I'm going to break the creature, you know? There's so much that I, I keep putting on its back. Like, you, you can fit a few more pounds of fucking, you know, responsibilities. And eventually, the little fanboy is going to fucking pancake, dude. Just... No lower body strength. I don't know how the fuck Nigel keeps going. It's insane. My yeah. fucking hero, though. Again, I don't. I don't know all the lore of the offlineisms, but um, I definitely think a a a definitely definitely an admirable hand of the king. Yeah, absolutely. better better than I ever was for sure. Definitely crushes it. Um, we'll get you caught up on all the lore. There are two different things. Like you keep me. You kept me very socially in check. And like power wise, whereas Nigel keeps me organized, and now I've had to like, I talk to the ghost of Ost to keep me like my the social part of me and not like going fucking insane. But yeah, Nigel's organizational skills are phenomenal, and I could not like have a a better fucking person to force to do all these things because I, I I pulled a me on Nigel. All right, I didn't say, hey buddy, you want to be an officer? I said, go ahead and check your perms in the Discord, boss. You're an officer now, not changing. And they were like super <laughs> down for it though, so it worked out well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then <laughs> they had some of the craziest 
demands placed on the oh machine. Un unbelievably <laughs> unreasonable. And, like, just this, this, is what, crazy. this is what pisses me the fuck off about Nigel. Nigel just won't say no. Nigel will just go, yeah. you got it, boss. It's like, no, no, no. When I tell you to call me to wake me up so I don't fucking oversleep, and it's not raid-related, it's about my personal life, and I want you to call me at 9 a.m., like, that's an unhinged request, and you, you're supposed to say no. And that when you say yes, it, like, I, I feel like, um, like, I feel like I'm being given crack. Like, the Nigel crack of, like, you are such a fucking good thing for my personal life. Yeah, but my, my like, relationship with Nigel has, like, gone far beyond that of the game. I, like, without Nigel, I think my actual real life would collapse now, too. So, I, you know, I've just yeah. invested too many fucking eggs into this basket. That's problematic for yeah. sure. It's, it's that, no. What could possibly those, go wrong for him? Yeah. Now, those right are, now, those are the kind of... And <laughs> yeah. right now, we're just going up. There will be a crash. But right now, to the moon, baby. The fucking Nigel stonks. Let's go. Yeah, I, I would say those kind of systems are probably where I am... Those are the officership things I'm very good at. Of setting, like, this is what everyone's job is. We're doing exactly this. And we don't need to do more. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Um... The fact that you have one person doing loot, like, is wild. Only in the sense of, like, you probably want more people helping out. I think it's fine to have one person do the loot in the in the raid instance. And you don't... If you prepare enough, you don't have to do a bunch of... You don't have to have a discussion during the raid like we did back yeah. in 7. Uh, but having that all be one person's job the whole time is crazy. Yeah, no, Especially, no, I, I, I will say On this. top of, like, any social... I don't know all of what Nigel does, but if Everything. Nigel My has a bunch of... Yeah, well, no, but like social officership stuff too, Zero and things. organization stuff. It's Nigel like, does I... not talk to anyone in the guild outside of Nigel's friends, and I think Nigel's how, so chatty. I think that's how Nigel prevents um, themselves from like imploding, is by like narrowing oh, cool. their social scope. Um, but no, um, I will say like I have done more with loot in this like first month of Wrath than I ever did in TBC. So like Nigel isn't necessarily mm -hmm. like all alone. I would say it's like yeah. ninety ten. Uh, which is still way too much, but like I'm trying to yeah. slowly, you know, make it 89, 11, 88, 12, and eventually we'll we'll get to like a good equilibrium. Because right now I think there is just an ungodly amount of things on Nigel's plate, and um, I just keep stacking them on. Uh, I just want I because I, I feel like Nigel has the same issue I have, which is um, if you present me with a problem, I will rise to the occasion. I I will just do what must be done, and uh, yeah. So I, I need to like um just make Nigel do less things, but also um. Having someone else who can hold you accountable in your personal life to do things is fucking insanely valuable. Like, it's definitely OP. My God, why people have secretaries? Yeah, I, Nigel. Like I, yeah, I fucking the second if I ever go back to California and become a job man again, like, listen, dude, we're buying Nigel fucking just absurd things to fucking compensate them for. <laughs> all of the fucking hard work they have poured into my personal life. What a fucking legend. You just gotta, like, pay their phone bill as if they're an employee. Yeah, exa exactly. Like, like uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, here's your stipend your every here month. You, you know, you just call me at this time to wake me up. You fucking, <laughs> you file these. Like, you tell me that, like, this event that I have planned. Motherfucking Nigel will send me updates on video games and series that I care about that I fucking am too dumb to keep track of. I have learned, so my favorite game recently has been super people i have followed it zero percent i don't look at a fucking thing about that and i know every single patch note every fucking release of when the beta is coming out and it's just because without prompting nigel will be like uh your grace i i 
I was I was perusing the internet and I did see a a message about super people. Like you might enjoy seeing it, and it's just like I love you. You're the best. You're the fucking best. But anyway, moving away from Nigel, going back in time, back into the fucking BWL hole. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the launch of ZG? Uh, this honestly, we got to give this one to Ross, dude. Giga Chad moment. He he killed your ZG. <laughs> Dude, not the only one, did he the kill one, it. The one W he maybe ever got. That's actually cool. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even talking about that. I just meant like the fact that like we like had our ZG teams made, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, you have to kill every trash from instance. You kill every single mod. Oh, okay, okay. I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you explain what you want from ZG. Yeah, so like we, we get like assigned our ZG teams, right? And it's like, nice. So I have Aus. Like Aus and I were like decently friends. I think this like galvanized us into like really close friends because we had to like fucking run a ZG every like three days and yeah. a former roster it was very fuck it was a lot of work and then Razak on top of all that was like yeah we really need a we need these shoulder enchants like yesterday don't mind like ignore the fact that we've been clearing bwl just fine without these shoulder enchants for the longest time but we need them we need them yesterday so you need to kill every single mob in the instance and i'm gonna check your logs and we're gonna make sure you didn't miss anything Giga Chad moment, by the way. Absolutely fucking the most unhinged thing, but also so alpha to message me. Like, yeah, so in my log, you know, we killed, you know, seven of the uh, the voodoo priestesses, and you only killed six. So I'm thinking maybe you just don't care about the guild is what I'm thinking happened here. Because if you cared about the guild, you would have killed it. It's like, yes, sir. Fuck, well, next, we'll fucking spawn a new one, sir. And um, eventually, like, it was just like, like, don't log this anymore. Like, we can't let Razek see what's happening. Because I remember, like, I, I felt like um, the fucking, like, chieftain of the orcs, dude. My people were just like, 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 fucking Thrall. Do we have to keep killing every, like, we shouldn't have three-hour ZGs. And our ZGs weren't three hours because we were bad. We were fucking, like, navigating. Razek's were, like, nine hours. We were fast. We were so we were fast. fucking fast. We had to kill every fucking crocolisk, every fucking little caster. We we have been to areas of ZG I think 90% of players have not been to because there's no fucking reason to kill the trash over there. There's there's no boss. There's no voodoo pile. There's nothing. There's just fucking 8x8 rep or whatever the fuck you got from killing those goddamn trolls in that fucking corner. And um, it was like so draining. And like, I finally just made the decision like, yeah, we're not killing it. Like who fucking cares, dude? We'll get the, we'll get the enchants four lockouts, four Z, four three day lockouts prior to Razak's group. Who fucking cares? And then um, it ended up culminating in like, you know, Razak the slave driver just ran his people into the fucking ground and they didn't want to come to his fucking ZG anymore. So one day, you know, I had my Z, I, we, we used to like draw straws in my ZG because his ZGs were always short and I would have like 26 people. And it's like, uh, you, 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 and you have to go to fucking at school punishment. It's like, please, no, I'll do anything. It's like, no, it's, you gotta go get, get, get. And then one day it became like, I had like fucking 35 people show up to mine and Razek had like the officers show up to his and Razek's <laughs> like. Yeah, you can't run a ZG anymore, you know? <sighs> Get fucked, retard. And it's like, okay, I guess. I just... Yeah, he just killed it. It was crazy. <laughs> he literally like... And I just took it lying down, brother. That's what the commander wants, you know? And my, my like... like friend group was so fucking mad at me for like just letting that happen. Yeah, but again, Boss man rare. 
rare Rosic W. You can't have a good story if your bad guy doesn't like yeah, get he never some wins. W's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, he won that day. He won so hard. He literally like told me like fuck this person, fuck that person. Uh no, they, I hate this guy. This guy yeah, get him out of here. Your 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 friends from out of the guild? No, they can't run. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck him, dude. It's just gonna be guildies. Yeah. yeah. On top of that, at the very beginning, you were very clear with Rosic. He's like, you're like, this is not gonna be a guild run. This is just gonna be my run. Yeah. For like my friends and stuff. Yeah. And it, it's just gonna this is gonna be my thing or whatever. We yeah. we fought for that. And then he killed your thing. Yeah. <laughs> he was like executed it. Actually, actually, it is a guild run, and therefore we're gonna merge the guild runs and it's my run. <laughs> it's oh, crazy. I remember those it, early runs of being like voluntold because like yeah. me and Dylan weren't like that close yeah. at all in the, like by ZG, but I was just like he was just like yeah you're going with Rosic and I was like oh, I get to go with Rosic all right that sounds great and then yeah after about two of those runs I said uh, never again and <laughs> I only went bad. when there was room yeah oh those those I remember Rosic was so paranoid as a person though he would like he hated me right but he would still message me and he'd be like listen. Keep tabs on Anorox, okay? I think this guy doesn't like yeah. me, and he's scheming against me. Meanwhile, Anorox had zero friends in the guild, had zero social fucking power in the guild. Literally just a random Shadow Priest, which was a dog shit DPS spec at the time. The lowest in the totem pole you could ever possibly fucking be. And he's like, just make sure he doesn't have any machinations for me. And it's like, what the fuck would he do? He, he has zero clout. Like, no one fucking knows who he is or cares about him. Some yeah. random shadow priest in the corner. Yeah, he he was. God, it's, there were so many characters in early seven because we we could talk a lot about Anorogs too. Can we? I think what did he do. Uh, he was like, re he he was he's actually what I would describe as like the classic. Uh, I don't want to say offline player, but the classic player you run into where they have an ego way bigger than their skill. Yeah. Um, again, I'm I'm not flaming my current guild. I don't think the players are not flying all like that right now. Yeah. Um, but you you do always complain about this issue. So he was like that, while also being a loot whore. He was kind of like uh, kind of like Renan if Renan was like a little less uh unhinged, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but he was like pretty toxic, and he shit talked a lot of people in whispers or whatever. Oh, um, I think he did it like just publicly in guild chat from like yeah. what i can remember uh, of him it was like raid chat would just be anorox out of nowhere i just and, don't yeah, just talking shit oh, yeah. game chat at all i would get in so much yeah. trouble with runa because she was sending me like hundreds of messages in a raid and when i'm in a raid i'm i'm laser focused on getting us the fuck out of there i would get in so much trouble dude yeah meanwhile i get all these whispers about like did you see what anorox said i'd be like yeah fuck it's crazy eh? <laughs> <laughs> just like i'll press the healing button and then keep going so uh yeah, so he he was definitely a little problem child or whatever. Okay. Um, is there is there any other really interesting characters we're missing? I feel like we're all we have to be doing a disservice by not talking about Sunradish. Dude, I like, forgot. There's so many. It's hard, and like, and it's like even just like not remembering them doesn't mean they were a bad character, right? It just means that I no. there's so many that I couldn't remember. There, yeah, Sunradish. Yeah, was four, forty plus people. So. I yeah. can't believe how many meme specs we had and how good of a guild we were in relate. There were guilds that were like warrior stacking that just were so much worse than us. Mm -hmm. Actually insane. We're running like double shadow priest, boomkin, fucking red paladin. Like, yeah, this is fine. But yeah, Any day now, red's going to pop off. Trust. So yeah, Sunradish was like also very socially strange. Um, 
and racist. Yeah. <laughs> and like also he just like didn't sorry. Um he didn't give a fuck about anything except for his boomkin bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't like a super parsing player or anything. No. Not not like what you would think of if you've been to like any of the top guilds or whatever or yeah. met players like this. Um he was just like crazy. And he refused to not pull on Chromagus or whatever. Yeah. Giga Chad. <laughs> Giga Chad. I kind of think it's based. Like, if this is the one fight in the whole game where you are the Boomkin and uh, you're going to do the big damn, you can't let a, pro a deep prop warrior stop you. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> you just can't let it happen. I forgot that he's deep prop. He <laughs> always tank his deep prop, dude. Sunradish, yeah. just for him, always was so kind and nice to me in the whole history because I had PI for a little bit. <laughs> He'd be like, Oh, have I ever told you how much I love you? I'd be like, Oh, you mentioned it weekly. Here's your PI. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, You're so base and just would say nice things to me. And then I would ignore all of his racist antics and like being muted for battlegrounds and things like that. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, he got muted in game. I always forgot about that. Yeah. I'd get like I got Discord pings yeah. of like when I should PI him. I'd be like, beep, beep, beep. I'd be like, oh, well, that's, that's time. He can't whisper yeah. me. This is one of those Aust L's, too, because I tried to get him kicked out because I don't... Look, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to raid with racist. That's yeah. not my thing. I think it's cringe, but Rozik was ride or die with Sunradish. And he gave, and like, he gave Sunradish a lot of loot he did not deserve. And Sunradish was my favorite because he would get his, like, he would finally complete his character... And then just log out at whatever boss he got that piece of loot at. And that he was done for the phase. And it's like, what the fuck is the point of this loot if you literally <laughs> log out the second you equip it? You didn't even enchant it. Like, it was insane to me. It happened twice. In BWL, I don't I think he's like just missed most of AQ40 from personal stuff. And then in Nax, he got his final piece off of a uh, Gothic. He just logged out. Never came back. Just gone. Just gone. It's just like That's crazy. What the fuck? Like, yeah, that was, oh, Sunrash is so fascinating. There's also old Donnie, just turbo boomer. Um, oh my God. Her son was so much drama around old Donnie. Really? I, I forgot about that one. What, what drama? Oh, you don't know. I was not, not big, not, not the same kind of drama, but she was someone that like also would not shut up. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. you know, so. She was like a big focus of that along with Amojo. Like yeah. those were like the two people I remember being like super talkative. He yeah, key issues of not understanding when was a good time to talk. Yeah. I do remember Old Donnie. Old Donnie is the one that recruited quotes for everyone listening right now. I have no oh idea my God, how the fuck I people Oh wait, I didn't know that actually. Make it this far. But yeah, quotes was just farming ghost mushrooms in a cave up in fucking Airy Peaks and the hinterlands. And uh, Oldani just found him and was like, you don't have a guild. Come over with us tomorrow. And he's like, oh, and she's like, no, I insist. Like very much grandmotherly of like, no, you're hungry. Like you need to eat, you know, and now we have quotes. That's so. crazy. Yeah, quotes sure. is really good. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good player. Yeah, he's um, great. He's a handsome guy IRL too. Fucking love quotes. Yeah, um, it's a. Uh, I always said I thought it was actually crazy how much value quotes was because the biggest one of my big frustrations going into TBC was Honestly, Devlock and Cootie would like both kind of underperform as Warlocks. Yeah. And I'm like, how does that happen? That 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 class really easy. 
And you guys actually performed really well at the end of Nax. Like, they were doing really well. And I was like, is it literally just all quotes? It's just, like, he brought up, like, a cool excitement about playing Warlock well and parsing well. And he convinced them to, like, join in. And he just had magic powers to make them good players. Because, like, <laughs> I'm not going to put them both on go- Turbo Blast. I, th- I think they're, they are acceptable players. But they were parsing like 90, 97s or something yeah, higher than Nax. Fucking pumping, dude. They were they were pumping, and it's just all quotes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but, but by, the, gamer. by the very end of Nax, from what was like, e- even if you don't include the guilds that couldn't clear Nax, of just what could clear Nax on Crybless, we were like one of the best guilds on the server for clearing Nax. It was fucking insane. Like, yeah, it's actually crazy. We yeah. we were very good, yeah. which is. One of my bigger frustrations, I guess, with Seven was basically when the guild was actually reaching its zenith, where like all the worst players had left the guild, and we actually were starting just only only good players were left in the guild. Yeah. Was whatever the most inane and we dumb drama started each around other next. Apart, like fucking yeah. wolves. We just and got bored. Like, we were yeah, drunk on our success. I don't I don't know if it was that, but it might be. It just kind of sucked because I'm like, dude, we're kind of pumping. I think yeah, we could we're, do. We were insane. We were doing great. I, I was very yeah. happy with our team. It's like I, I was I, like, I, if I we know. wanted to, I think we could like do like some speedrunning stuff oh, if we wanted to like and, really and, push. And, and I brought a lot of that too, where I was like sending all the warriors those uh, lips and like like lip shouting, yeah. like no, like I, like here here are like strategies a lot of good guilds use that I like follow, and there are ways that make the mechanics a lot easier, and it's how like. It's how you become a good guild by like being able to burn through this trash and you get fucking excited that you're doing so well. I, I loved OG mm-hmm. Nax. It was so fucking fun. Uh, it just yeah. sucks that current Nax is like literal dog oh, shit. Oh, it's so bad. It sucks. Fans, fucking AIDS. Yeah, it's, it's really annoying. Honestly. Just, oh, it's what can so, you do? It's so shit, but I, I, I kind of like it. I like the calm before the storm because it lets you like, you, you, you can like uh, look at it. Like you can look at your raid team. And you can go like you can very quickly figure out who the fuck is going to be unhinged, and like you just do slow tests where like you see who cracks under the monotony of Nax in the first like month or two, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah they were never going to be a fucking good valuable addition to like Ulduar or fucking ICC or like the trial of the, what the fuck like the point of the game is to have fun and when you have people that are freaking the fuck out over like mundane things you need to like immediately excise them or else they're just going to become like a cancer that becomes a funny story five years later. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's just so interesting to look back at the evolution. Um, and I know we haven't finished the whole story, but there's no watching the raid team. Yeah, watching watching the raid team really actually get honed down. Yeah, uh, phase after phase, months, and then years later, one year. Um, it was it was really cool. Uh, I again I. I understand what you guys say about TBC or whatever, and especially it being like way, way easier, no drama. Yeah. But there was something like pretty cool about what happened in Classic that I think was pretty unique. Oh yeah. Um, especially because my my TBC was way more drama filled, but it wasn't like in the same way as uh, Seven was. Seven was like a really cool experience. Um, and I I think it really does only can, it can maybe only really happen with a forty man raid. Yeah. Um. Because there's just so many moving parts or whatever. Uh, what's it called? So there was a. I remember. You, you probably don't know this, but our raid team almost exploded in X, like the first week. 
That first week, um, we had an unbelievably shitty run. Like, we killed, like, a Nubricon, and that was it for three hours. We, like, wiped. Yeah. I I thought we we cl- I thought we cleared all of Spiderwing. We we made we made nothing have. else. Yeah, I I think we were hard stuck patch after we killed a Nubricon. Yeah. and uh, a big part of that was like I just didn't do any prep. I was like the officers like got this. Turns out not at all. No, and, I was I was gone. Yeah, and I came back and I was really mad. <laughs> I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. I, um, so have you seen the show Band of Brothers? Uh yeah yeah I've seen Band of Brothers. So you know like in the the first uh, like two episodes like all the NCOs like sign their letters of resignation because they don't want to fight with mm-hmm. Sobel. Like yeah. I had like a that moment with the um, last Hope people where they were all ready sure. to quit. They're like no this guild fucking sucks like people aren't listening to us like they're like dickheads or whatever. And I remember I had like, I'd like rally them around the idea of like listen boys okay that last week that was the seven officers trying okay this week brothers it's me okay you guys know mm-hmm. me. I will fucking guide us to victory. And then we just like had a super great week. I, I remember like studying up a fuck ton of logs and like watching yeah. streams, and, like figuring out like the most effective ways to like do the bosses and shit. And, and mm-hmm. we'd like every single week we would kill a new boss and the progression was fucking fantastic. It was awesome. And yeah, I, but I remember being so scared the guild was going to die. So I was like, fuck, I got I to gotta figure out how Nax works, dude. I don't fucking know what this shit I- is. I was I was actually in the same exact position because I don't remember what happened exactly at the end of AQ40, but I was gone for, I I was gone at the start of AQ40 and the end, and so I I gave all the Nax prep work and we we assigned it out to all the different officers and it did not get done yeah. by the time Nax ran around and I remember b- because that next week or whatever I, I um again I, I'm gonna give you most of the credit here because you were right you were doing a bunch of the log stuff but I remember sending you a pretty fun fucking big dog oh, of like yeah. yeah i was i i found the uh i i did like all my own notes by watching everyone else stream next i just watched so many streams of like oh this is like what they did on all these bosses and took a bunch of notes and then i found some of the notes from one of the guilds yep. that they had a note says and yep. i was just like okay i'm gonna smoosh this together and just give it to the right leader and i'm like because i'm the same way i was like dude there's no way this guild is dying in Nax. yeah um I, I put way too much fucking work yeah, in this Yeah, like, we fought next. too yeah. fucking hard to die right here. I, yeah, so yeah. T- t- I completely, I, I knew that I had a Google Doc from somewhere, and it was you who sent it to me. Yeah. And, and that was like, yeah, that, yeah. W- without you, again, the guild fucking implodes, right? Like, I, I wouldn't have had that information, and I would have, like, probably into this. But having that Google Doc and, like, being able to look at yeah. all the shit. Well, you, you always, you were always, like, the big log guy, whereas I'm not, like, a big log guy. Yeah. Um, I think they're very useful and good I, i'm not shitting on logs i'm just not i don't i i'm almost like technology boomer sometimes and yeah. i'm just like how do i navigate this website what oh, am dude, i looking that, that's for? everyone in their mind everyone who yeah. thinks the only person i've ever met who can parse a log as well as i can is mahate and he's mm-hmm. uh he's a guy from blast and everyone else who pretends to know how to look at logs and it's like yeah in retail and it's like no you're a fucking moron nothing triggers yeah. me more than someone else trying to look at a log in front of me because they have no idea how to parse information and they'll do it in the most ineffective way possible where it's like, you've done this in two clicks and you took 85 fucking clicks and like 30 minutes of my time to show me some wrong information because you couldn't read the log. Oh my God, it triggers the fuck out of me. I haven't touched logs since like the middle of TBC though. I, I like just gave yeah, up. Wait. We need log oh, reviews really? back. Yeah, I want I just, log reviews. I got so... Well, bur- there's no reason right now. Nax is so... Yeah, I mean... Snore, I mean... Uh, I, I went through a lot of logs recently. Actually, had a really fun time, and oh, like, we 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 solved like a lot of issues we were having with people, and like literally just not understanding their 
rotation. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't here for the first week, but yeah, I remember your logs not looking very good. So. Yeah. Um, Up next. Yeah, we 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 solved a lot of issues like pretty quickly. Yeah. We're, like a, a like fundamental. Week two, like, week two was great. So yeah. So like much. Diana Gloria literally did not know how to play his class. He was parsing sixteens, right? Yeah, sure. And then so we're like, what the fuck is going on here? Like we sat down with him. The next week he's parsing like ninety eight. Like yeah. literally That's just great. he did not know how to play his class. And we had to like sit through a log and like figure it out. Or it's like other people was like, oh, they're like using the wrong spell ranks. Like yeah. this is why they're doing dog shit. And yeah, I, I fucking love logs. I think I'm hoping Wrath brings back that joy. Um I'm very elitist about logs though. I fucking nothing upsets me more than when a motherfucker like tries to talk to me about logs and it's like they they're like trying to show me something that doesn't exist or like is wrong and it's just like I have to fight the urge to be like, can we end this conversation? Because you have no idea what you're talking about. And, but yeah. so I put in the good, good, the good guy voice. I'm like, oh well, no, actually, um, I, I think maybe you're not understanding what's happening here. Um, you might be illiterate, is if I had to guess based on this conversation we're having. Oh, I fucking <laughs> miss logs, dude. Just going through them is great. Yeah. Dude, back in classic, you were a fiend for logs. You were just like at work in your car or whatever, just like. <laughs> Or wherever, whatever you're yeah. doing, and just like going through the logs yeah, in I the middle of the day. So and I was like, I found a program that turned Warcraft logs into an Excel spreadsheet. So at my work, oh, yeah. it looks like I was just cranking out Excel work. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm fucking just looking at the Deep logs. <laughs> Why the fuck were these people not consuming right here? Yeah. Just I remember, I remember that tool or whatever. Yeah. Oh no. So that that's a separate tool. That is an actual. Oh, okay. But there was like a uh, like a Google Chrome plugin that would turn your browser into an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. And that's how I would use uh, the Warcraft logs, and it was fucking fantastic. I remember like I would send Jimothy like, like literal like time stamped parts of like you heroic strike here. You should not have heroic strike. You heroic strike here. Mm-hmm. And just going through these logs and like, I had so many skits on notes on my computer, but it's like it was that or like stare at a wall in my work. So. I gotcha. I, I just and I mean the logs. And that 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 is some of the stuff that like really honed uh, Seven into a really good guild by the end, where like you helped a bunch of players get better, you know. Yeah, by and I think that's that that's a skill you are you are better at than any of the other officers I've met, because most people will give people information, but a lot of times you'll like you'll be kind of mean about it. Oh, but absolutely. You'll 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 grind people down. Step by step. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, dude, I, I, I am like, again, it, it comes back to some people think that they can talk to people the way that I do and get the same results. It's like, no, at the end of the conversation, they're going to fucking hate you. Okay. Like you need to chill. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'll like just sit here and like, yeah, you're a fucking moron. And you like, we're heroic striking. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? And they come with that. Like, damn, what the fuck was wrong with me? Why was I heroic striking right there? Fuck. And they, they yeah. want to improve. I, I, I really enjoy watching people improve. I also try recently like within the last like year i've been like working on being a lot more positive um the problem is the more i like someone the more i'm rude to them and it's like if i don't like you i'm probably gonna put on kid gloves and like be super polite about how i talk to you sometimes this is like was a lot worse than tbc but the ways that i would talk to nigel about their logs would be like I, like I was talking to a little child. It's just so condescending and rude. It's like, why am I doing this? Like, this mm-hmm. is this is so fucked. But it's like when I respect someone, I expect like so much more out of them than the average person. And then it just makes me like kind of be a dickhead sometimes. And I I don't like doing that. So I I try and not do that anymore. But sure. I mean, that would be my advice to you or whatever. 
Yeah. It, it, it was my advice to you, like, all of classics. So. Yeah, absolutely. I do, I, we had so many, like, long, 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 long conversations. We were... I remember running through Fellwood, dude. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Probably on Fiddly or something. And, I was yeah. running... I was running Dire Mall North always. <laughs> yeah, you were just yeah. trying to make money. I remember. I remember the fucking Trib Saga for me. I became like a kingpin in fucking Dire Mall North. Dude, that that is it was it was a good idea because there are so many people on the server that just know your name. Yeah, because you would just fucking get them tribs or whatever. Well, the, some of the people, some of the people I play with now or whatever, names was talking and he was like, yeah. Midget just gave me. He was like, "Oh, you raid with Oskill. You yeah. get get in here, dude. I'll summon you. Come get tribs or yeah. whatever." So, so I I had like a bunch of rules I set. So like I would pay my hunter like five hundred gold per trib instance, five mm. gold per the trip. Not me, but other other. Hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, well, at, at first I had like a revenue split, and then I found out very quickly that like that just was completely unfair to me and the effort that I put in when I'm like giving like two thousand gold to a guy that took fucking five minutes and I'm sitting there for six mm. hours. So I just started capping it like you get 500 gold regardless of what I sell. You're trying to get 500 gold. And then I would set like a number of gold that I wanted to make. So it's like, you know, I would pay 500. And if I made the 500 back most days, I would then just do free trips for everyone. Anyone that wanted trips, just free. And then um, I always made sure that if it was an officer or a guild master of a guild, they always got priority queue and always got free trips because they would immediately Smart. post in their fucking discord and be like, yeah, now this is the guy you go to now. Okay. This is who you go and like, yeah. it's just it's just smart marketing, yeah. Yeah, and it and it worked out so well. And then like just I, I was making like two, three thousand gold a day. So it just became mm -hmm. the point where it was like, Yeah, no, like I'm just gonna give this away for free. I don't fucking care. Like I, I'm mm -hmm. making so much gold, I've made so much that like there's just no reason for me to like continue, right? Like I I, I feel greedy, right? Cause like I, I would have two warlocks with full shard bags, right? Yeah, and then like it ended up to the point where I had to have like four warlocks, constantly cycling in because I I would just sell so many fucking trips and they all had the biggest soul bags. I had like thirty two slots in them, and it was just like I would sell so many fucking trips. It was insane. Yeah, I remember farming those shards with you on the beach with the crabs yes. too. Nigel did uh. too. Nigel was like the OG shard farmer for me. I like I didn't know Nigel at all, and I'd always message him because um I confused Nigel with someone else. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I, I would like I would like be friendly with this like one like, weird RP person in fucking um, singularity, and I just like thought that that was Nigel that I was always talking to. Turns out completely separate person. <laughs> so I would see Nigel online and I'd be like, "Yo, dog, like come fucking help me kill crabs, brother." And then I would start talking about killing crabs with the other person. They would just be like, "Go along with it," but they were never the person I was killing crabs with. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I, I didn't find out that I was like I accidentally became friends with Nigel like until like the middle of TBC where I was like. Well, you weren't that person. Like, yeah. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I I definitely always remember because at first you got your trips from me. Mm -hmm. This is before you started paying yep. anything. Yep. And, but then later you're like, sorry, you got peasant ass trips. Because yes. you don't do all these yes. random things I want you to. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm a speed runner. Yeah. Like I'm trying to kill the boss as fast as possible. Yeah. I'm not doing your bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And therefore I left all the gold on the table. But. I kept my principles. Hell yeah, brother. Going fast. Yeah, it, it was. It, matters. It, it honestly wasn't that much, but I was very particular about how I liked my tribs because, like, from a customer experience, like, they, there's like an expectation that has been set by everyone, and I want to like exceed that expectation. No, I I get it. I was just not gonna frost trap that one guy. Or yeah. there's there's one other thing you wanted me to do. I, I, don't I remember can't remember what it was, was but um, yeah. Um, and I was all, like, yeah. Now nah, they can just dodge them. It's yeah. not hard. Yeah, yeah. I so th this is a. 
this is a, a a point of contention I get into with a lot of people yeah. in regards to WoW, where it's like they can just dodge we, him. We argued about this all the time. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I agree. Like you and I will dodge him every fucking time. The average WoW player, zero percent chance they dodge him. They're gonna run right into his fucking dick and die and lose their fucking buffs and then insult me. Like okay. Oh, there my I used to have a free um resummon service. So if you got dispelled, I would just resummon you. Mm-hmm. People love my buffs, dude. They did. Bring back old buffs. No, um, they were awful, oh, but wish. there there was something kind of fun about them. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah, there was a community building. Never, thing. never give them back. Never. Well, I'm, yeah. When it's I'm not even really glad. I'm doing. No, it. they're not coming back. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no way they're coming back, actually. Unless you have an NPC in the raid that you talk to that then buffs you, I'm fine with that. Otherwise, get fucked. Yeah, Chrono no, Bones. I, I what I think. Yeah, they introduced those at the very end of the night. The very like, last fucking two months of it's rating. so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> they were a good idea. I just wish they existed since phase one or whatever, yeah. but whatever. Um, yeah. I think they were fine for that first round of Classic. There was some cool stuff you could do, but next round, nah. Just just re- normal classes, please. Yeah. Good times, man. Uh, the the world buff like ecosystem was so fantastic. The insanity. So many people got griefed. I was never dispelled one time, and I was like oh, a buff really? fiend. That's crazy. Yeah, never got dispelled. The only time that I ever got dispelled was at the very end of MC. Um, I like walked out and I had like three minutes left on like song on like Songflower, and some dude just dispelled yeah. me. And it's like I'm done raiding. Okay, like yeah. Cool. I, I do I do also Giga Chad knocking off world bus with druid hots. Hailvan can eat a fucking bag of I would <laughs> tell her constantly. I had to make fucking cancel auras. Yeah. So triggering. I'm like, don't do this. And she'd like full hot me up on Fire Ma and it's like, why did I die? I should have like, oh I've all my buffs were gone. I just I, I went from having like, you know, fucking twelve K HP to having nine K HP. Then I died. I just exploded. Like, oh my god. Fucking Kalevane, you piece of shit. I do not miss the buff cap. Oh, it's cringe. It was so awful. Like, it was bad. Like, and, no the renews, and the no debuff cap. Yes. Yeah. We have to oh, have conversations about like who's corrupting. Yeah. Like, we can't fit that debuff. Yeah, yeah, we don't have room for your stupid fucking debuff warlocks, you dumb fucks. Like, the warriors need to fucking have fun. <laughs> like, oh my god. So fucking yeah. Funny. So, uh, what, what, another request I have, yeah. uh, besides maybe the part two is I need, you, you pick whoever it is, but I need the same deep dive for the singularity Laura. Cause I don't know. I don't know nothing about that guild and that's most of the guild that's still in offline. So right? I think that Ethel is absolutely the guy. I don't know if his wife yeah. would let him come on the podcast. Um, oh, May is, uh, she's, she's too protective. Well, I no, I just think that, so May actually listens to this podcast. Yeah, and I think that if she had to hear her husband talk more, she might kill herself. So I'll have to, I'll have to oh, ask her about that. Okay. But, um, run it, run it by the missus. No, I think Spiv is the worst person to bring over for that. Huh. Wrong. No. Okay. Well, hey Spiv, I love you, but uh, no, I love this guy Spiv, doesn't. But I, no, Spiv it's is not a good storyteller. No walking back. No walking okay. back right now. Um, Ethel is again. The guy I, you I, want to I don't. To, yeah, I don't know the singularity people very well. I think they're all cool, really cool people from what I heard, but I do want to hear that story. And then you gotta you gotta give me the final verdict. Which which was the better guild? 
Oh, the, seven. the classic. In every yes. possible Singularity way. Was, Singularity oh, okay, wasn't well. even a guild, dude. It was fucking uh, just so man, shit. I was try- I was Singularity trying to was like 10 oh, people man, from sucks. seven constantly was, by the end. Yeah. I was just trying to build them up, dude, and yeah. make it like a they're, cool They're so a cool shit. Thing. They were fucking a terrible guild, terrible leadership other than Aethel. Just Jesus, absolute dude, fucking come worse. on. They were so bad, dude. Like Listeners, well, jeez, this listen. guy's an inch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Like, there, there is so much funny... There's this guy named Renobe that uh, is in our guild now. He was a, yeah. a night elf warrior. I think I talked to you about that. Where He, he was a dagger warrior. Dagger warrior. It was yeah. heroic strike. Community. I was also like, a dagger warrior. Let's go, dude. Yeah, just like... Like, Renobe, that's not heroic. That's just called casting heroic strike. You don't have enough time <laughs> to uncue it. <laughs> like, oh... That whole guild was so fun. He would, like, put on um the fucking weapon from um Shastra. Not Shastra, um... Sulfuron, I think. Uh, the fucking Ember, the one that like transformed, the fucking shitty pull arm. I can't remember the name Wait, of it. What? You, know, <laughs> what you, don't know, you, you don't know the uh, the pull arm from MC? It was like a meme. It's like Vendor Strike or something. Oh yeah, Vendor Strike. Okay, yeah, yeah I yeah. do know what you're talking he, about. He would just use that like on trash all the time, like even late into Nax while they were struggling to like make times, and their guild leader would Why? freak the fuck out because he was a dickhead. He's a fucking idiot. Oh, okay. Um, that's cool, I guess. And his guild leader would get so mad. But his guild leader didn't have, like, charisma or, like, an ability to, like, navigate social situations. So everyone would just, like, laugh at him. Like, haha, idiot. It's stupid. You're mad. It's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's not. Or, and the, their raid team wasn't a full raid team. They had, like, fucking maybe a 20-something member raid team. And, like, we would bring, like, 10 of our seven yeah. members in. And they would still have, like, 36 fucking people in their raid. And he'd be like, listen, if you keep fooling us up, we're going to sit you for someone else. And I'm like, motherfucker, the raid isn't full. You can't sit anybody. Like, it's impossible. Even even with Vendor Strike out, yeah. he's helping. Because, he, like, we don't have anyone to bring in here, dude. <laughs> Good time. That's so funny. Oh. Yeah, I don't know any of the lore. I don't... Singularity became, like... Like, the, the new sister guild, because Archon wasn't a thing yeah so singular singularity bailed us out on our lowest point in bwl when we were bringing like 26 people they fucking yeah were heroes and they clutched just, up for sure and then we we like just outlasted them and they just died a fucking sad death well may killed them actually um oh yeah important part of that story coming up yeah so a uh, girl cord is a thing um and then she like called him cringe and like lame on girl cord and then he just had like a fucking meltdown over it um pretty funny but reasonable yeah. reaction. Well, I'm gonna be, I, I still was at the time. I was like, if May had said the same things and started the same discussions, but they were about me and my guild, I would have quit the game too. Like, I'm not trying to get fucking bullied by a bunch of girls on the fucking internet. Like, what the fuck? The private side channel discords have never caused any issues in WoW. Yeah, zero time. No, no, like, never. Especially when they're like very specifically like exclusionary discords of like, it's it's never a good thing like drama will always stem from exclusion and it's like yeah even if like the exclusion comes from a place of altruism and a, a genuinely good place of like we just want a safe place for women gamers to exist it's like some bad shit's just gonna happen by virtue of like you are not including someone and someone's gonna get fucking butthurt and mm-hmm. something is gonna stem from this like and every, mm-hmm. and like 80 million times it did the amount of guilds slain by a bunch of girls talking meanly on the internet was so funny to me. Like, like, oh, it was so really fucking funny, funny yeah. to me. 
Like, damn, dog, your ego really got shattered by like four girls on the internet being like, he, he's kind of bad at warrior. <laughs> and I say that as someone who, if someone had said that about me, I would have cried and quit the game immediately. Instantly quit. Yeah. yeah gone forever. Um, well, actually, no, there were like a few hate threads about me in the girl cord, but how I was a piece of shit. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, my best friend Runa was like very big in the girl cord until she got excised. And then she was in the cat cord. And that's a fun place to be. I remember the cat cord, dude. Uh, dude, I, I do too, actually. So. Yeah, dude. Pull thinking back, like, so like, obviously at the time it wasn't very dude, epic. Well, go for imagine, it. imagine piggy bank episode, Runa special guest. Oh, I, so I, I, I think I've told oh, you this. Like, Runa and I are all like sweet. on good terms. Like, we talk. Cool. It, it granted, it's like from a, a place of like there will never be anything between us ever again. I have learned my fucking mistake. But like, we're not the like hostile. No, that's cool. But um, yeah, that dude, episode would be crazy it would be fucking hilarious i would love to hear her fucking recollection of events and because we were like 100 percent into an argument it would be so good jay would just sit there like confused like uh yeah. <laughs> they're yelling right from the get-go i was so i was told like two stories at the exact same time and i was like ah this is nothing wrong could happen from this yeah. from these two people yeah <laughs> i i i was way what, too young what was runa's uh super off topic sorry no. what, what was runa's druid's name akumaru Akamara, that's right. Yeah, true. Of a singularity. I, could, I couldn't remember. I, I was trying to remember it for some reason, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, little Akamaru. But um, yeah, no. Like at the time, the breakup was very not cool for me. Looking back no. onto it, fucking hilarious. Like, what a funny way to get broken up with. Was Spiv messaged me like, "I'm sorry to hear you guys broke up." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Yeah, there's a new Discord that, specifically yeah. that you aren't invited to." I was like, "Wait, what the <laughs> fuck?" And that was how I found out uh, we were no longer together. And then, I remember uh, getting oh. like a big paragraph about that, like that it's over between you two. And oh, by the way, here's the invite to the Discord. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on, but this uh, he probably knows about it." And no, zero clue. Or he didn't. And then, like, well, the funny part too is like. I asked her about it and she's like, oh, well, I just, it was just so obvious. How'd you not know? And I was like, because you didn't fucking tell me. What do you mean? Like, how the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to know your inner thoughts, you fucking psycho? Like, you need to tell me these things. Good times, man. Just. It's true. So many great bits and memes have been birthed from it, dude. Um, There's that one dude, what's his fucking name, who um hates me. Oh, God. He's the unemployed dude from Canada. Uh. Inumatsu. Yeah. Um, Bone Jangles. That guy fucking hates me so much. Yeah. He wishes for my death. Shout out to Manaclaw for just having zero social awareness. Oh my god. That was one of the most uncomfortable cringe moments of all time. We, uh, You were there for a shit. We killed KT and then like we're all celebrating as a guild and then Manaclaw just in comms was like yeah fuck that bitch Runa. Oh yeah. And it was just yeah, like yeah. What's wrong with you? Like, why would this be what you say? This was a terrible... Oh, it was so funny. Are you trying to tell me that Manaclaw has great people skills? I might be saying that he may have misread the room. And it may have been wildly uncomfortable for, like, 39 other people. If I had to ballpark a number. Um, and we all just sort of was, tried to ignore it. It was definitely... <laughs> not the right yeah i i, I think it was you i was talking about it where you were like yeah like this person took the our guild accomplishment and then just immediately made it about them <laughs> it's just like manaclaw why 
Oh, it's okay. Holy Ancient fast. fuck! We've been going for three hours almost. Yeah, okay. I was wondering if you'd noticed that. Holy shit! Okay, uh, we'll, we'll probably have Oz back on at some point where we where we explain the. I cannot believe I was just talking to May about like she wanted May's longer podcasts, so and I was like, yeah, no, every, everyone else is gonna just. <laughs> Yeah, some people are like, dude, an hour is too long. We want 30 minutes. And I'm like, get fucked. Yeah. Long form. For, I, I prefer, this is like 15 minutes? Wait, Perfect. Uh, what? Shans like Sh- 15 Shans, minutes? Shans is insane. Shans is a fucking mentally ill person. He will never make it this far on the podcast, but I'll tell it to his fucking face the next time we're in goddamn concert or fucking PvPing. Nice. Wanting a 15 minute long podcast is fucking insane, Shans. You're that's, mentally ill. It doesn't exist. I don't. He like, wants what? like a quarter of a topic hit and that's it. Yeah. Okay, just actual insanity. But that's the end. Uh, We'll see you all next week. I love you all. Bye.